Blog Talk Radio. Game that you get on is a card or What kind of class do you play, girl? In an RPG. Cause I know what them elf girls need from WoW to Emmy. I'm going through the hours online straight now. You make it hard to leave. Bring to me to look, do you speak my language? Your elf ears don't need explaining. All I really need for you to do is just please talk nerdy to me. It's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Precisely. All right. Well, oh. welcome to our special one-hour event, FantasyCon. Okay. Well, one hour plus. One hour. One, one, Maybe. We'll see. One-ish. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, this is a Dungeon Callers Radio, broadcasting live from FantasyCon headquarters. This is Revan. It's a guy named Joe. This is a great man named Powerful Lord Flagoon. Not long enough. This is Colin. Yeah, it's a little bit. Ah. Uh, come on. Back kid who occasionally has good ideas. Yeah. There we go. Me. <laughs> I don't know why you are so quiet. Like, I don't. I'm tired. I've, and I don't know why you don't ever like lead on with that with that title because you've earned it. I earned being the fat kid. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. And well, who has good ideas? The fat kid, the fat kid who has Burger good King ideas. Yes. Kid, what? It's the fat kid that has good ideas. That's because look who the other ideas come from. Hey. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. A pile of dragon coins you wanted to sit on in your basement. Hey. Yeah. Tell me that was Who not a good idea. That, that was a great idea. I can be Scrooge McDuck and a dragon all at once. Scrooge McDuck wasn't a ginger, though. So? Who, who knows? Uh, doesn't work. Being well, a duck, who, how would you know? There really is he, no he, way to he, tell he, whether if Scrooge McDuck was a ginger because he was so old he was already gray. And he was Scottish, so he hey. So the odds of him being a, a ginger... At least 12%. At least, a, at least a redhead. He could probably be a redhead. Yes. He, he does have a little more of a soul about him than most gingers that we know. Cough, Revan. Wait, are we talking about Revan or Scrooge McDuck? Scrooge McDuck. He has more soul than Revan? He has more, he has more soul, yeah, soul than most, Re- most gingers. So are you saying Revan. I have less of a soul than Joe does? Because yes. he's a ginger. I'm saying you're a little No, no, we, we, we discern this. Joe's more, more of like, he's, he's on the border between, between redhead and ginger. <laughs> Cause wow. Because he's, he's not quite as pale okay. as you are. All right. Sun allergy. <laughs> yes. I, at least I don't burst into flames. All right. So we're going to start this. Uh, we're sitting here with uh, Josh, the mastermind beha- behind uh, FantasyCon, as well as Sarah, which uh, she is doing the cosplay of here. Larry, who's in charge of panels and all the other crazy stuff. This is true. And... I'm drawing a blank. Remind me of your name. Jonathan Barton. Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. He's doing uh, f- uh, Film Quest, the, the film festival that's uh, paired up with FantasyCon. And you have to go see these shows. He showed four of them today. Mm-hmm. Very Hitchcock-ish. I love the fact that you don't see any goriness and it's all suspenseful and just lets your mind wander. So, I mean, great stuff. So, where should we start first? With Josh? Kind of get an overview and then move on? Uh, yeah, I think that sounds probably, probably All right. the best. Uh, I also, because that's what we talked about, you know, 15 minutes ago before yes. the show started, so. 
Yes. <laughs> but I don't know if he's busy with no, something. No, for a question. Go ahead. All right. So we should probably move the mic just a little bit, angle it towards him so he can... There we go. There awesome. Go. So who's got the first question? Who's going for it? Okay, so um, Josh, first, um, first things first. What I mean, you were on our show about uh, about two weeks ago. Are there any new developments that uh, fans can be excited for for FantasyCon? You know, there's there's always a lot in the works. Oh, oh, um, for, one exciting thing that we for some reason his mic is not on. What is it on now? You will go on there, Mike. Okay, so is it on? It's on. Okay, check it. Nope. Nope. I'm not hearing him. Swap. Yeah. Sorry. I have no clue what's going on there. Doing a little swap out here. Technical difficulties. Well, you the, heard the one big announcement that we... Is that better? Can you hear me? Just a little bit closer. Sorry. Yeah. Eat the mic, yeah. a lot of us <laughs> like to say. I don't know what... Yeah. This is the fun and joys of a live show is technical difficulties. Is that better? Yes. Good to go. I can't move. <laughs> well, you can move. I'm we locked move. in this position. Or you can just grab the mic, and then you can move around all you want. It's hard to do two things at once. I'm having a really difficult <laughs> Okay. No, I had fun with you guys last time. That was one of my favorite podcasts. I've probably done 20 of these uh, with different podcasts, and that was one of my favorites. I had a really good time. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you go listen yes. to them all. I haven't said that to anybody uh, yet. So. Uh, well, I mean, that's one thing we kind of strive for is to make it fun, comfortable, and just enjoyable. It's a good time. Uh, yes, obviously I'm. Yeah, we're 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 mean to each other, but we're really nice to our guests. Yes, yes. Probably because we're so mean to each other, we don't have anything else to give to our guests. We take it all out on each other. Yes, yes. right. Mm-hmm. So, so to answer your question, um, the warehouse is just getting stockpiled daily. Semi yeah. trucks arrive day after day, unlo- unloading new parts of the dragon. Unloading uh, tomorrow at three o'clock. Uh, the wings of the dragons, so they had to get an extended, huge semi-truck, and that's just for the wings. They're too big and too difficult to disassemble, so literally, <laughs> a semi-truck had to drive out from Missouri to just bring the wings of the dragons, so pretty wow. exciting. And then um, a film quest announcement that was pretty exciting yes. is the entire cast, what do you say, Jonathan? Well, the entire cast of uh, Troll 2 is uh, coming out for a screening of Troll 2 at Film Quest and FantasyCon. And uh, that's so kind of a magical thing that's happening for the just, whole world. You just made uh, Colin squeal like a little Did girl. Did you squeal like a little girl? Was it like a little bit? <laughs> I may have just watched the, uh, what is it, the Best Wars movie? Yeah, 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 the documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did the yeah. same documentary. Did your uh, nice. yeah? Did your body like explode into random bits of popcorn and it, it did. that you just like start <laughs> swimming in it? Yeah, you should. Google Troll Two right now. Oh snap! Really? Yes. Oh, we like that. Oh, the trip got something on there. We haven't even seen the news from today yet. Like, I haven't even had a chance to see myself right all over. Bestworstmovie.com, Wiki, and IMDb, and you guys for news. Yeah. All right. Just uh, super important to note that that's a made-in-Utah film. So this is a Utah event, a Utah film festival, and Troll 2, a Utah product, something we can all be very proud of. But <laughs> reunion, which is awesome. What? Larry, why are you laughing, dude? Because we can be proud it of the literally best, is worst known movie. as one of the worst movies ever made, and it's so bad that it's awesome. It's got a 6% rating. Yeah, it has a 6%, 6% rating. <laughs> <percent, 6% laughs> at least, and those at least, are sympathy votes. Yeah, at least it's got the 6%, but I should point out that it's a Utah film, 
by way of Italy. Okay, just that little, <laughs> just that little asterisk right there. Okay, like, let's just be clear. Some translation issues in the scripting. <laughs> so, some, some. The best foreign so, film yeah. made in Utah. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, it's it's cool. All right, I took it away. But I do have to say something real quick before we move on. While you were talking about Scrooge McDuck and young Scrooge McDuck being a ginger, I looked that up <laughs> online, and he is actually a blonde. Oh, oh, oh we were wrong. Oh, bummer. So what? Yeah. So, <laughs> just wanted to point that out. Sorry to break hearts and crush dreams, but that's, that's the reality. Okay. I'll still have my pile of money. It's okay. I think of you. I, like, when I think about you... I think like the others when all our kids were allergic to the sun, but it turns out they were just ghosts. Oh, okay. That's kind of how I your family. All right. Other than the one I've met. Okay. okay. The Omen. The Omen. Yeah. The Omen. Damien. The Omen. Yes. Non-ginger family. All right. You walk into Revan's house and you hear the. I need to hook that up for my doorbell. Yeah, that would be awesome. I feel like Mrs. Revan is not going to appreciate that. No. You walk around the Raven, corner. You're, you're nobody- a good sport, bro. You're just yes, sucking it all I in. I am. He's waiting it. for the ass beating to be delivered after this podcast. It, it, it happens every week. <laughs> yep. It will happen yet again Thursday. I, I, it's, a, it's a guarantee. We get, it's yeah. a they warranted week, it. They warranted yes. it. Mm-hmm. We get the we get the Revan twice. twice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we did something right. Because you didn't week. last week. There last week? No, I was no. not there. Yeah, no, we you, made yeah, oh, you yeah, did. We did. <laughs> we no, I didn't. Like the last 15 minutes, just about making fun of you. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Let's move forward. So, besides, we got we got the film festival that's going mm-hmm. on. It's all the first week, or does it start next? It week? It starts on Monday, so okay. it's uh, June 30th through July 5th. So it starts at the Gateway Megaplex. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everyone, right. check that out. I was reading online, you're giving a ton of awards out. Ton of, ton of prizes and stuff Dude, like that. the it's trophy cool. is amazing. It is. Yeah. it is a giant, well, I wouldn't say giant, but it's a really cool statue of Cthulhu. Yeah. Now look it up. Yeah. Check it out. FilmQuestFestival.com. Check out the awards. You can check it out for yourself. Hold on. We're going to get reactions here in real time. Yeah. We're going to get that over vocal. here. Yes, your reactions. They we should start like, face. does anybody have Goblin Suspiria that we could put Here, there it right is. There's the, I took a picture of it. Yeah. It is actually it will it actually will cut you. Your eyes. It can actually yeah, kill you. Yeah. It can actually be used as a deadly and weapon. And hunt your yeah. dreams. Yeah. Once it's it's heavy enough to be a bludgeoning oh, weapon. It's like razor sharp. It's all good. Yeah. Jonathan actually design well he had help designing but his yeah. feedback was I also wanted to double as a shiv. <laughs> when it's not an award. Yeah. So he's like this is the Cthulhu award trophy and or slash Shiv. Well, you, <laughs> you, you've got two options. You got a bludgeoning weapon or a slashing or piercing weapon. Well, I right fully there. expect like a, a film. That'd be like film a plus two. Yeah. It's like a morning uh, spec. Yeah. Respect. I'll give you that one. That respect. Nice. nice. We fully expect in next year's film quest that there will be a film about somebody using the trophy to kill someone. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> let's do it. To do. We can totally do this. Yeah. If it doesn't like, happen, they're, they're not getting it. It's not me. It is not me. You would be the one who Yeah, you got to push like really hard. Not that hard. Not that hard. I don't know. Those razor claws on that thing are really sharp. They are. I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. Take a file to it a little bit, just kind of whittle it down just a wee bit. No. Our no, film guys just that, had to move the arrows out of the way for filming. That's a compliment. Yeah. You know you're doing something right when arrows are in the way of filming. Well, <laughs> gives a nice depth of field. I have to yeah. say, we've we've now Is that right, reached. Jesse. Woo. Yep. Uh, he's not answering. But I have to say, we've reached a new <laughs> level of comfort. We've never had a guest on with their feet up on the table. So yeah, that that means a lot. 
You're welcome. And You're breaking ground. This fine gentleman here was so me. kind oh. enough to be near my feet, and he threw no opposition. I, I asked first, though. I said, would you yeah. mind being next to my feet? He's like, I would not oppose. I'm like, I'm totally all right with it. If the legs start kicking, I might be a little... You guys have been a good time. It's been a, a long last couple of days, so I'm a little yeah. loopy, so we're going to get some weir- random weirdness. Nice. That's totally so, all right. Now, because we're down to like the last week and a half push... Punching babies. I mean, <laughs> that awesome. Either that or clubbing baby seals. It just seems, it seems appropriate. Punching babies. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what is it like that last week? Because I'm sure nerves are on the, you know, are really high. You guys are like freaking out at any small thing. I mean, what what's going on? You know, it's you interesting you ask that. Realistically, mm-hmm. I'm just, I feel pretty calm. It's just oh, cool. a, a lot of hours, you know. Yeah. Uh, my short days are 16 plus hour days. I was, I was up at four or something yesterday. Had to be at a film meeting at, what time was that meeting? It was like 5.45 or 6. Wow. Um, up here, and then I worked all day and got home about 7.30. Uh, played with my kids for an hour. Because the one thing that recharges my batteries is my family time. Yeah. If I don't get that in, I turn into a grumpy monster. They completely understand. Those little little hugs and kisses make the whole world go round. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I put them to sleep, um, gently, lovingly, of course. Yeah. Not punching them. <laughs> I'll put you to sleep. No, I. So after they go, after they go night night, as we call it, mm-hmm. um, then I pop back up and I lay in bed and I literally just email and I think I was sending my last emails at eleven o'clock and it just that's day in and day out. Wow. You know, most times six days a week. So it, it, it's a lot. But here's why I'm not overly stressed. At the end of the day, we're just going to bust our rear ends, do everything that we can uh, for FantasyCon. Mm-hmm. And I've hired the best team uh, and work with the best team that I could ever imagine. And there, there's not a finer team and a more competent group of people that could make this event happen. And it would never have happened without them. So, mm-hmm. again, here's why I see it. We're going to be honest, work our butts off, and the pieces are going to fall where they may. Um, that's just one of those things you don't have any control over. Yeah. Um, good thing is tickets are doing well. People are really excited about it. And the one thing I see everywhere is people are talking about fantasy calm. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. One of my employees walked in the office today, and she was like, I just see these billboards everywhere. What's going on with fantasy calm? I was like, ah, I'm kind of meeting with them this evening. I'm well, don't want to brag, but <laughs> <laughs> you have to work those three days because I'm going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Give her the fourth off. She'll be fine. We're going to work and have fun. Do we have a Friday ticket for her? Do we have a Friday ticket for her? I feel for her. Yeah, absolutely not. Give her the day off. What does she need? She needs to go to FantasyCon. She works like three hours a day. I mean, she's fine. Yeah, but it's three hours with you. Three hours with her. Three hours with her. No, she works three hours a day. That's three hours with you, though, which is like an eternity. No, I'm not there when she works. She works for me. I don't have to be there. Okay, that's even worse. <laughs> Why? Picking up your pieces. Say things say things. pieces. I show up after she leaves. I have to pick whatever she didn't answer phone calls. Okay. Yeah. Tired. Still trying to recover from Canada. Shut up. Ah, Canada. Oh, All right. Canada. Hey, we should do this before Jonathan has to leave. Can yes. I take, can I take the show over Go for ahead. 30 seconds? Yes, do so. Jonathan, you should plug... And I would just say plug. Talk about FilmQuest. Um, let, let me let me talk about Jonathan for a minute. Yeah, go ahead. So I, I wanted to build a film festival, and um, you, you've already heard some of yeah. this, Raven. But um, I love films. I'm a huge fan of you know the actors and the abilities. Um, long story short, I wanted a film festival for with 
fantasy con. I think they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. And I wanted it to be world class, and I quickly realized that my skill set isn't there to build a film festival. Mm-hmm. Loving the films is not enough. You gotta direct it, know, understand what goes on behind the scenes, and blah blah blah. And as fate would have it, Jonathan and I met, and he's one of the sharpest, most passionate uh, individuals. He's kind of a snazzy dresser. I give him a hard time about all the time. Um, what, what, look at him; he is like grinning. Yeah. I gave him of all the compliments. It's the like film. the Cheshire Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the film compliment, the competent compliment, yeah. the one thing that got him, and that those fine flowing locks of his. Look at those fine flowing locks. You're yeah. just gonna have to imagine. So anyway, wow, no, 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 abort, abort mission. Hey, yeah, get 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 a hair picture. Yeah, get a total picture. So, I actually need a haircut. Anyway, so good old Jay Martin's doing the film festival, and he's done an amazing job. The film festival officially has had over, you know, a typical first year film convention is gonna get 40, 50, 60 submissions. Yeah. That's pretty right. Yeah. We've had over 500 submissions. That is amazing. To film wow. festivals all over the world. And it's officially the second biggest film festival in the state of Utah, officially, including beating uh, conventions that have been around for decades, um, to Sundance. It's the second biggest film festival, and that happened in less than six months. Based wow. off the amount of films that were showing. Based on, oh, caveat, yeah. based on the amount of films that were showing. No, I mean, but it's Jonathan, so impressive. Talk about, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. talk about the quality of the films. I've been to a bunch of film festivals, and they were mediocre. Yeah. I was freaking blown away, and I think, Ray, oh, yeah. what did you think? No, I, they were yeah. amazing. All, Just those the, four. The four that I saw, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's kind of Hitchcock-like. You know, you didn't see any, no, grisly murders. It was really suspenseful, and you're like, you know, it's like kind of like, what's going to happen next? Yeah. You know, especially that first one where that lady just flips <laughs> the light off, and you see the shadow. And then you're like, what the crap's going on? And things slowly build up, and then finally at the end you get that little reveal. Can I and reveal then something? Click. It's going to kind of label me as a gigantic pansy. But I'm going to say it anyway. I close my eyes. Yeah? Josh. <laughs> I, I close okay. my eyes. So I didn't you, watch. you don't know what it looks like at the no, end? No, I, I watched when she turned off the lights and the yeah. shadow appeared. And then I'm like, you know what? When I watch that stuff, like, I don't even like horror flicks. Yeah. But one thing I could tell you is the quality of the films. Um, I watched the other ones because I had seen it in the daylight and I wasn't as afraid. Yeah. I watched <laughs> uh, a movie a long time ago called Event Horizon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the most terrifying movies. I drove home with my frickin' dome light on. And I kept looking. I looked, I looked at, no, I'm not exaggerating. I, look, I would look in my back seat. I have like a really active imagination. Yeah. That's probably how fantasy con could come to be. But then when I was, so I'm butt naked in the shower, sh- showering, right? Yeah. Shampoo is all in my, my hair. I had hair back then. And as I'm in there scrubbing my face, I literally made sure the suds didn't go into my eyes so I could peek out of the shower door every few minutes to make sure that... Yeah this crazy beast from that movie. The, the, the most terrifying part is when the lights are going out uh-huh. those little hallway yeah. things and it's going, belly, belly. Do you know what yeah, I'm talking I about? Do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I checked on my parents and my brothers and sisters to make sure they yeah. were alive for about a week. Yeah. No, I mean, I had the same re- reaction with Darkness Falls. You That's why I closed my eyes, though. You don't Go see ahead. a single death on screen. You, you hear it in the background and it's off camera. I couldn't turn the lights off for two weeks. I had to sleep with the lights on. It freaked me out that yeah. bad. Same reaction to it. Yeah, I mean, and that's where I think a great thriller or horror movie is, is where it can freak you out so much that you're afraid to turn that light off. Yeah, and, and, and you don't need your behavior. Yeah. You don't need to see the blood in the guts. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, think about it. It's true. It's the unknown. It's part of the terrifying. Oh yeah. Part. Well, yeah. The part of it is the uh, you know it's a medium of sight sound. Yeah. It really is, and I think sometimes people overlook that and forget that. And too many times you see filmmakers and they just 
they shirk on the uh, on the sound, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's fifty percent of it. Yeah. And I mean, people will forgive a bad picture, but they won't forgive bad sound. Oh yeah. And you look at Lights Out, uh, the film that we're yeah. talking about, which you could actually see at the Film Quest Film Festival. Yes. I don't see where <laughs> else you can see it. I don't see where else you can see it. But um, if you really break down that film, very simple setups. Mm-hmm. In fact, I believe if you count it, there might have been eight setups in the whole film, yeah. like camera setups yeah. and shot setups, but it's all sound design. Oh, Think th- about it. The sound design yeah. is what gets you. Do you know the film yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all the sound design. The feet, uh, the footsteps down the hallway, the well, light turning on and off. The music, even. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that tempo yeah. where it be- builds up, that, yeah. that gets me on every movie. For me, movie. they did it with, yeah. really, Jaws was the first movie where I really yeah. appreciated sound in a movie. Yes. I, was, yeah. I couldn't believe what that they was, could do with sound. That was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. What is it, two or three chords on a piano or yep. whatever yeah. it was? And when Spielberg heard that the first time, he's like, you're kidding me, right? It's not even a joke. <laughs> yeah. But of course, became one of the most iconic things. So, yeah. But you saw some of those films yeah. uh, today. Yeah, and they were great. Uh, I mean, did you have a particular favorite of the four? Um, let's see. I, the, the last one. The Landing. I'm no, not the la- no, maybe uh, not The Landing. No, the, the one before that with Amy Smart. Oh, you liked that one quite a that bit. That one the visitant. was creepy. Yeah, you know, and, they, you know, and then you're like, okay, you think you know what's going on, and then you throw in a twist, and it's like... Nope, the mom's crazy. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe. I mean, because you yeah. don't really know the way it ends because you kind of. Yeah. Do you guys do uh, like Skype interviews and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Because yes. John Heater yes. with Nick Peterson would be available to do yeah, an interview with Skype, you guys if everything. you want it. We'd love Just to. get in touch with me there. Not to make that plug, but I don't know when I'm going to get to tell you this again. <laughs> so he's available. I already emailed to, yeah. you today. Oh, great. I haven't had a chance That's fine. to check anything. Yeah, well, um, we'd love to. Tell them about the, oh, like the awards and the accolades and the, how far-reaching the films are coming Yeah, let's... Let's do that. But let's first talk about how awesome the films are real quick, just for like yeah, another so minute. Yeah, it was a lot of <laughs> like, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was moved by the film. It blew my mind. No, that last one was kinda, really good. I didn't know what was going on with the space when I thought yeah, visually, yeah. though, it was stunning. Yeah. And the music was great. But that last film, I thought, was... I wanted to... I'm like, when it was over, I genuinely was like, well, I kind of want to watch the movie. Did you finish this? Yeah. Did you yeah. feature that? No, it's just a short... I hate it. That, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, that, one, that one won Sight G's. It won the best short film, so it will be in the Oscar run this yeah. next year. Um, it is shortlisted already for winning that wow. automatic wow. qualifying wow. thing. Sight G's just got that last year. Um, it took them like 50 years, but they got it. So, um, so there it is. It's kind of the granddaddy of fantastic festivals. But we really do. I can't, I can't emphasize enough. I just gave you a little taste yeah. of some of the things that come in, and these are – supremely uh, well-crafted, high-quality films from all around the world. And, I mean, we're talking, we have an Oscar-nominated film playing. We've got a Palme d'Or nominee coming in. These are fantastic films that were nominated for these things. Uh, by fantastic, we mean genre films, of course. Um, we have films that have stars in them. We have a film called The 17th Kind from uh, the U.K. that's coming in. It's got Tony Curran, or Curran, and he played, uh, he was Dracula, or the head vampire in the second Underworld movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's nominated for Best Actor at our festival. And then Sylvester McCoy co-stars in that film with him. Didn't quite have a big enough part to get nominated, yeah. but he was fun. He was fun in it. And so Sylvester McCoy's coming out. The filmmakers come out. We got another film called Lessons Learned. That was produced by Jim Henson's daughter and was directed by a guy named Toby Froud or Toby Froud. It's F-R-O-U-D. He was the baby in Labyrinth. Nice. And really? So, yeah. And he's, he is coming to the festival. He'll be here uh, was, from the 3rd through the 5th. Was one of his first memories uh, the, uh, the uh, God piece? 
<laughs> uh, we we have to ask him this. Maybe you could get yeah, a chance. We we'll see, to like, yo, out. Toby, come on in here, and we'll find out. Either that or David Bowie's eyeliner. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Was definitely one of them. Now, there's or, an Oscar nominated yeah, performance yeah. right there. Or it could have been the third one. He being like, you know, thought to himself, like, why do you have two different colored eyes? Yeah, like I don't understand this. You know, but anyway, uh, if you have never noticed that before about Bowie. Um, got hit in the face, and so it caused one of his eyes to go. Yeah, so it's one kind of like, yeah, change the pigmentation. He's kind of partially blind. Um, Yeah, things you didn't know about Bowie. (laughs) It's just because we've been so, like, zapped in on the cod piece. That could be a podcast by itself. It could. Right there. You know, the cod piece and the glass ball. Yeah, the glass ball. Because you knew it was another magician. There was a magician. Yeah, behind him with his hands. Doing all the hands. Making it look like it was him. Except for when it was just one glass ball, and he wasn't doing anything with it. He's like, Sarah? Yeah. yeah. Still a great <laughs> movie. <Yeah. laughs> well played. Uh, yeah. I well like that. Well played. For uh, film quest. Yeah. Is everything going to be at the Megaplex or are you guys going to like a tower yeah. theater? Good or question. Like that? Good question. Uh, Megaplex, uh, so it'll be the first three days, June 30th through July 2nd at the Megaplex Theater at the Gateway. And uh, tickets on sale now. In fact, they're starting to sell. I've been watching and monitoring them a little bit. Most people buy tickets the day of or right the day before. Yeah. Uh, but tickets are definitely going. And the majority of uh, over half of our uh, award nominees are playing those first three days. So definitely you're getting a little bit more of the cream of the crop there. Um, I mean, the first Midnight Madness block on Tuesday, oh, it's madness. But it's a lot of fun. We got films called Extreme Pinocchio, anybody? And so Extreme, <laughs> uh, Extreme Pinocchio is a lot of fun. Um, nominated for a couple awards. Uh, it's definitely a lot of fun. Got a film that's uh, playing beforehand, a little grindhouse star- style called Zombin Laden and the Axis of Evil Dead from France. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, I mean, there's, there's something for everybody. We've got the animated films. We've got um, fantasy films, obviously. Uh, fantasy films a little harder to come by. Uh, just generally higher budget to do, a little yeah. harder to pull off. Yeah. Uh, but still the people who do pull those off doing well uh, for themselves. And then, um, yeah, and then what was it you wanted to talk about just a little bit? You kind of pointed me away, oh, then I threw this back. You? Yeah, and you then... talked about the awards. You did it. Yeah, we you did. talked about the award. Well, I'll give you a little more details about the award. Okay. Uh, the award itself, that Cthulhu trophy, that I think you might have been able to yeah. look you up. Yeah, you, you see what's up. You, you, you do what like you must. Editing and do what you need to. Yeah, and uh, oh, do God. what you got to do. It's, it's, Everybody's got to have a computer genius nowadays. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to know it's big enough, okay? Yeah. Big enough, and you don't have to touch it at all. Um, but to get back to it is uh, is it was designed by an artist named... Uh, don't worry about it. You didn't even see the thing earlier. Like, I just still want to know where my strippers with money taped to them are. <laughs> because I don't, I don't know yeah, what's going, going on. Through a business anyway, to get back to we're it, all let's, talking and then Jonathan bounced out with that comment. <laughs> oh, I did bounce out. It's kind of like the record play, player not just screeches to a hope, but yeah. like explodes. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're just looking at him like, and he just okay. Uh, here, ju- justify me and back me up here. We had just finished the conversation about counting money in a hotel room. Okay, I mean, am I not justified and totally going for that? You know what I mean? But those, I'm were actually, yeah, those were actually two separate conversations. He just yeah. put them together uh, so he could make the random comment. Okay. Listen, I just press. I make gold records, okay? Um, so, but to come back to the award, uh, the tell award. Tell how far away people are coming from. Well, oh, I will after I tell about the award. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Let's not do that. So, so what I have, real quick. Award is designed by Ryan Peterson. Yeah. Uh, you heard some of the details. He worked with Rick Baker. Uh, actually did the Edgar from Men in Black. Um, yeah. You know, the skin's coming loose. 
uh, Creepy Baby and Benjamin Button, to name a few. And um, he designed the award for us based off of the, this concept of doing the Cthulhu that nobody has really ever done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the award itself was made by the same company that makes the Golden Globes and the Emmys and the ESPYs and the MTV yeah. Awards. So pretty high prestige to have something like that anywhere. Did and you we tell them what they did with the award yet? Yeah, so basically there were some notes I saw in their invoice, and I asked them about it, just thinking whatever, and they called it like Awesome Award, Amazing Award, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, yeah, actually we, uh, we love it so much that we're putting it in our, in our basically our showroom wow. with, uh, with the few awards that we show. So it'll be right next wow. to the Golden Globe and the Emmy and That's stuff like cool. that. That's pretty cool. Like their premier awards that they're showcasing uh, to clients, prospective clients, and obviously anybody that comes in. Uh, but to talk about the filmmakers that are coming, I mean, we're talking about over 50 filmmakers coming in from out of state, uh, films represented. And for a first-year fest, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. How many normally would come to a first-year fest? You'd be lucky for six. Yeah, literally. Like, like it just it hardly happens. It hardly happens. But that's pretty amazing. Yeah, so like yeah. to see this happening and the awards part of the catalyst, but I also think our partnership with FantasyCon mm-hmm. and what we've got going on there and the celebrities, the parties, DJ Precious, it's going to be great. Nice. A.K.A. Elijah Wood. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's going to be an interesting night. That's actually really happening. I, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people are just going to be blown away. The fact that the Hobbit's up there mixing vinyl. I don't know. Did you guys were able to talk to Sean to see if you could do our idea where he carries Elijah up there with with the the golden record? Sean's kind of been he he's coming, but he's been MIA with his agent for the last few days. I oh, think okay. he's shooting, and they're like impossible to talk to. Gotcha. Because yeah. they, they shoot twenty hours a day or yeah. something. Yeah, that would be cool. I though. think he might actually have had a show in the last couple of weeks as well. So he's hmm. physically giving everything he's got to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, this happens. So, um, obviously, I could keep talking. I mean, we've got filmmaker one from Spain that's shooting a film in Sarah, Egypt, the last flying out from Egypt to be here the last two days, not even oh. seeing his film. She's just here. Is, like, impossible. Sorry. <laughs> well, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I can just shut your mic off. Get tickets at megaplextheaters.com or at the Gateway Megaplex box office itself or really any Megaplex Theater, June 30th, July 2nd. And then FantasyCon will take care of itself. I've got to give there. Jonathan a hard time because they can't do it when he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> That's awesome. So we'll be wrapping up a meeting, and we'll be like, okay, let's wrap it up. And Jonathan will go, hey, wait. 18 more things. Give me one second. Yeah. <laughs> and that, 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 I'm being very frugal with my yeah. number right now. You've got two minutes. No, it's like five. 36 <laughs> more things. 47. You know what, though? He's a passionate guy. Yes. And this guy single-handedly got me. We, we almost tripled the film budget of what it originally was because of his dedication um, I mean, look at look at the Cthulhu Award. Oh, yeah. I think that's very symbolic of his dedication to it, uh, to the film festival, to the project, to the filmmakers. He said, you know mm-hmm. what? Um, I said I want to do a world-class, but I want to do a long-term. I don't want this to be a fly-by-night. Yeah. I want this to be symbolic. Uh, again, I want it to be like FantasyCon. I want it to be lasting. Uh, lasting. I want it yeah. to last long after I'm not on this planet, right? And uh, Well, who knows? When I, when that I saw, award might be an heirloom. Well, it you is. never know. It already is. When I, when I saw the award, honestly, it was because he said it this way. He said, you know, you asked me to build a world-class film festival, and these awards, people, the prize money, you know, 10000 or tens of thousands of dollars between prizes and awards, mm-hmm. and people are the most excited about the award. I mean, wow. they're, they're coming and submitting from all over the world, literally. Just uh, for that. Well, it's because the, the award lasts forever. Yeah. yeah. Money's 
Money's uh, gone by next uh, week. Especially if you're a filmmaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like tough. Well, like, it's of art. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is. And people are going to want it. And honestly, no matter what happens with you or your career, it will last forever and you'll always have that. And so that's, that's why awards are so important. But do you have, guys have any other questions before I go my, back to judging my films? Last yeah. question for you is, uh, is there like a website or anywhere people yeah. can go to to get a, a schedule of what's coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could go to uh, filmquestfestival.com. Uh, uh, and basically, we have the listings of films there. Uh, don't have all the details. We'll have that in the festival program itself. Um, and you can kind of see when the blocks are playing there, and you'll have a link that will take you basically to the Gateway Megaplex to buy tickets, okay. as far as that goes, as far as that is. And uh, really, just go and check that out. Obviously, explore. We encourage you to uh, get a little freaky. Let me, right. let me, let me, wow. No, no, that's the wrong wow. group thing. Let, yeah. let me not. Let me not. Yeah. I, I just realized yeah. he said, let me, let me, after he said that. That was yeah. a horrible thing. Yeah. Hey, Jonathan, let me say this before yeah. you go. One, appreciate everything that you do, brother. But uh, I like this, and it, this gets me really excited. You only get one chance ever in your life to say that you were there at the very beginning of this film festival. Yeah. And, you, and to say, I was there when it, when it all started. So the people, I mean, it's a, it's a badge of honor for the people that can say that about Sundance. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a point of pride for the people that can say that about San Diego and other big mm-hmm. conventions. You can say, I was there when FilmQuest, the very first festival ever, with the very first celebrities, the very first trophies being given out. To me, that, that's part of an amazing adventure. Oh, yeah. I was, I was one of the first. Yeah. yeah. And if I could add just one final thing on top of that is, you know, we've one worked really thing? hard. One more thing. <laughs> Two more things. Actually, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, ahead. Um, <laughs> but, go ahead. But what it is is, uh, you know, we've worked really hard to build a film festival for filmmakers. But when you also do that, you need to really build a film festival that's for audiences as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why we try to curate as, uh, as exciting, entertaining, high-quality films as we can. Because quality is, in the end of the day, our, our motto and our MO. And uh, so a film festival can only be as successful as the audiences that come out and participate and sit in the seats and buy the popcorn and, and clap for those movies. And so we, obviously we got these guys excited. They're yeah. interested in coming out. Um, they know what the, what the score is. But we, we need you listeners out there. We need you guys to come on out in droves, participate in the red carpet, meet the filmmakers. This is a very interactive event as well. Uh, we want you to get to know them. Hey, if you're pers- uh, a... Um, Perspective filmmaker or or actor or something like that, come on out. We're going to have panels at FantasyCon. We're going to have opportunities for you to get involved and to make this interactive. And who knows, this could actually be something just coming out to see a couple blocks of films could actually be something that changes your life. And you you, you know you really don't know. And but you'll you'll definitely never know if you don't come out. Yep. So definitely, we hope to see you there. Thanks for having me no, no here in the on. dungeon uh, the radio. It's the uh, Dungeon Cavaliers radio, <laughs> and uh, thank you very much for, uh, for having me. Uh, FilmQuestFestival.com, and buy your tickets at the Megaplex Gateway starting June 30th. Thanks, Johnny guys. Boy, we'll see you. Thank you. All right. yep, thank you very uh, much you for being on can, with us. You guys can also go onto our Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com slash DungeonCrawlersRadio, and uh, we've got the link to be able to purchase the tickets on there, as well as their website. All right. So I think if you time your show and break it down into segments, that 
15-minute goodbye from Jonathan Martin that just happened. Just That's pretty relatively accurate of what happens in meetings that Josh awesome. spoke about. That was a pretty that. long wrap-up. <laughs> All just, right, I've got to go now, but before I go, I've got to say the following thing. <laughs> that was awesome. I would like to thank the Academy. <laughs> you can see the passion, though, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, oh, yeah. There is. And, I, and I saw it earlier today. You too. won't find a finer guy and someone more dedicated to the film uh, not only the film festival, the film in general, mm-hmm. and to the, the artists that make the films and that guy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. blown my mind. He's one of the only people on the planet, you heard this, Raven, yeah. that... Uh, I'm going to say it right, Raven? Revan. Revan. Excuse yeah. me, I was You're just fine. kidding. Um, so can anyway, call things that he doesn't appreciate. Like yeah, Revan he, and Engine, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> he, uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he's answering phone, uh, emails at 1 o'clock in the morning. You know, I'm talking to him at 11.30 at night, and I mm-hmm. thought I was one of the only crazy people up that late, but Guy's just dedicated. I mean, his passion is, you see it, it's very apparent in the quality of the oh, yeah. festival that's coming. Sounds like Colin and I half the time. Oh, wait Nothing a minute, we've got to get this done. 5 a.m. working on things. Yeah. <laughs> I put our pa- Only passion will do that. Yeah, you got to do it. I put our group Facebook chats on mute because they just <clears throat> yeah. spawn back and forth. <laughs> Insomnia also bing, does bing, that. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. 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 So before we move on to the next half of the show, should we... Uh, nope. We're not doing anything. No, it's just... Nope. Not I mean, drop, I, but just remind listeners uh, how they can get involved with the show. And, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, since we're live every Thursday night, it's a live call-in show. Uh, if you have any questions for us or any of our guests or you want to give us uh, or you want to shoot us any kind of feedback or you have questions for our Gamer Forge segment, because please, please I, I'm, yes. get, I'm, I'm getting a little restless here. Uh, well, not Thursday. We've just been so busy recently. Well, yeah, I know. I just, how do uh, they call in? Well, that's a very good question. The, our phone number uh, for our live show is 626-226-1475. Um, or you can also send us an email at info at dungeoncrawlersradio.com. And send us your uh, Game of Forge requests or questions, concerns, comments, or heap on praises. You mm-hmm. can also uh, message us on the Facebook, which is Dungeon Crawlers Radio, Google+, Plus, which is also Dungeon Crawlers Radio, or Twitter, which is DCR underscore show. We're everywhere. We are there. And if at any point throughout the show we offended you, email Flagoon. Yeah. Most of us don't actually care. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anything that anyone says has offended you, which odds are it's going to be me, that's Flagoon at DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. I enjoy reading your hate mail. Send it to me. I, it, 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 off it. I do. Yeah. It fills his tummy. Mm, it fills yum. me with spiteful joy. Mm. Wow. You had a question. I, I didn't know what to say after the spiteful joy. What yes. the hell just happened? I think it took my question. All right. All right. No, I, I was just saying, you should take a picture because I was just thinking about it. I mean, put two and two together. This is complicated. Four. Dungeon crawlers. You're freaking in a dungeon right now. Well, no, we actually hard? made a comment. Take the pictures. Yeah, oh, it's been happening already. We, we, have, we have a project that's coming up that we haven't announced yet, but we're saying if we could build a set, this would be it. Except for our logo would be carved, carved, carved into, into the table. The table <laughs> all of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think blood would be awesome and then let, let it glow and you know move yeah. around. Yeah. That would work. Wait, do there, does Avatar blood glow? No, it's Avatar? blue, right? Are, Everything glows we're talking about the blue avatars, not like Aang from hey, by the, the way, Avatar. Avatar was actually Firm Gully, just for the record. It was. Yeah, yeah it was. It was Firm Gully. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there were big more action, but in, it was Firm Gully. Instead of tiny fairies, military. there were 10-foot-tall fairies. people. Yes. Firm Gully had a better soundtrack. Yeah. But Firm Gully, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean. It was. the puddle part. Yeah. You know where she runs and skips yep. all the puddles and they mm-hmm. glow? Yep. It, it was. 
Somebody else said it's also uh, Last of the Mohicans. Or I no, can no, see no. that. I thought it was Dances uh, with Wolves. Dances with Wolves. Yeah, I've heard that too. Okay, I can Which see that. Which was a joke that was made by South Park. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Yes. I'm an original. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're just you heard it somewhere before. <laughs> So we got some other things uh, that's really popular fantasy con that's coming up, which is the cosplay. So we'll jump to Sarah because she's been <laughs> patiently waiting through Jonathan's entire speech <laughs> and monologue. If All I three die, of Jonathan's speeches. I want speeches. him to speak at my funeral. It was, it was almost a mo- hours of it. It'll be awesome. It almost seemed like a villain monologue. It just kept going <laughs> and going and going. Hey, Jonathan, Sarah, real quick, you do you guys are. have any questions for me? I'm going to bounce. I'm going to go play with my babies. Anyone have a last babies? minute questions for Josh? How right? are you, Josh? I mean, we did. I, we got some some really good stuff from you two weeks ago. You to play with your kids. I'm doing okay. Yeah. I'm Tell your family we say hello. Thank you. So, so is there any one thing, I, I'll just throw in this last question, that you're really excited for this, with FantasyCon? Uh, you know, it's the same thing we talked about at the last podcast, mm-hmm. is uh, when the little kids see the dragon for the mm-hmm. first time, I just think that their, their minds are so open and uh, willing to explore possibilities. So when they see the unveiling of that giant three-story dragon for the first time, to me, I think, what a, what a powerful place to be, to just see that sense of wonder and awe mm-hmm. and amazement in their eyes and to see them just be overpowered. And the cool thing is it will happen to the adults, too. I was oh, yeah. just going to say that. So Let's thanks to, me, to everybody the in the con. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to be like... Do you have a <laughs> mini... Sarah, she's a rock star. What? Is there a mini one I can put in my backyard? Seriously. Actually, you want to know you what's can't funny? have a dragon. We actually manufactured, well, I don't know if manufactured, so we had built. Uh-huh. Um, you can actually get, I don't want this to be a shameless plug, but um, we made our Fantasy Con dragon into a stuffed animal, and it has the number one sewn into its foot to commemorate the, the inaugural launch of Fantasy Con. Really? So you can awesome. put it on your desk, your computer, hang it from your car, whatever you want to do, put on but top you'll of have the dragon that was at Fantasy Con the first year. And I so may need one of those. At Fantasy yeah, Con. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, thank you, Josh, right. for being on with us again. Fun, yeah. Fun. We'll catch you later. Enjoy yeah, being with the kids. All right. Let's move over to... Let's move over to Sarah. by a much finer man. Yes. So, the cosplay. Yes. Tell me, what are your plans? It's a very general question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are we <laughs> um, People dress up in costumes. Cosplayers are, <laughs> cosplayers are amazing people. No, they are. Yeah. I don't know what to do. You have to give me more direction. They are amazing. I mean, we, have a, we have a friend that's been on the show before, and you've probably seen him around. He, he's the giant Chewbacca. He had, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's not Chewbacca. That's a Wookiee. Okay, no, Wookiee, Wookie, excuse me. Yes. But he hand, I, I know he painstakingly hand-stitched all those hairs into that costume. It's just like, oh, my God. I'm like the cosplayer's biggest fan. Yeah. I mean, I'm a cosplayer, but literally when they're in costume and I know them already, I geek out on them. Yeah. And they're like, they think I'm crazy, but I'm just like, ah, That's awesome. Well, you know, um, can, I, can I introduce Sarah? Yes, go bit? ahead. Introduce right. Sarah. So she just said cosplayers are amazing people. But she is an amazing woman, an amazing person, and she she just accurately portrayed herself. She is, she is, she is a she's a fan of fans. She really is a fan of fans, and she is a tremendous cosplayer herself. She creates costumes not necessarily based on characters, but uh, of her own creation, imagination, and she's pretty. Um, you walk into a big room full of cosplayers, and you're like, "Wow, who's that?" And it's her. So she's pretty outstanding at what she does, and she's pretty outstanding at then supporting 
all these other people. So her job, which she wouldn't brag about herself, so I must. Okay. Her job is to facilitate cosplay at FantasyCon to bring the community in Utah together and to bring people from outside of Utah. Mm-hmm. So if I were you, Revan, yes. I would ask her who she's bringing, okay. who we have locally, who's outstanding, um, what, what her philosophy about fantasy con cosplay is and how she's developed all this for the convention. That's what I would do. Yeah. So, so answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, who are you bringing in? Because I do know that... Uh, Atomic Hype is coming. Yeah, There's Tristan a, Huey, I think. Uh, Tristan Huey is Eat coming. Eat the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to, it's <laughs> almost like it's an ice cream like cone. Ice cream. Uh, Atomic Hype, uh, which is Riddle, it's Monica, well, Monica Lee canceled. Oh, break my heart, she's one of my favorites, too. Um, she has some foreseen things that came up. Um, we have Lindsay, um, well, who else? See, I told you, I, I totally freak out when there's cameras staring well, give at me. So, well, so give us, give perspective. I bet, yeah. not, I bet not every listener knows who Atomic Hype is, so give us some perspective yeah. of who they are, where yeah. they fit in. They're Please. one of the most amazing groups of pro cosplayers on the face of this earth. Um, of course, there are, there's, I can't really say they're the top cosplayers, Oh, gosh, because there's so many amazing cosplayers mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. And I'd be doing the service to all the other amazing cosplayers out there. But if you have studied or looked at cosplayers and you've seen amazing costumes, nine times out of ten, they're in there. So we're, we'll, just, we'll just say they really put a lot of effort oh, yeah, into their amazing. costume really and, they, and a lot of detail. Amazing talent. I yeah. mean, they're gorgeous. They're little hotties. Holy crap. Well, <laughs> this is a, well, I have to say, this I'm is... Girl, I can totally say that. No, it, you're fine. It's just, this is one thing that, you know, cosplayers kind of get de- dogged on is, they're, you know, they're just hot chicks. It's not, that's not no, the case. Not These it. are really talented, talented. Uh, individuals yeah. that really spend a lot of time not only designing their costume, because, Making let's face it, it, there isn't a pattern out there for them. They're looking at a, an image on a TV or mm-hmm. a picture, and then they're making that, and then they put it together to not only look real, but to spit them as an individual. Right. So Stella Chu is also one of that yeah. group. I'm a huge fan of her. Okay. Um, so among the pro cosplayers that we have, um, I'm so excited to announce this, but Doug Jones, he is, he's what I would consider an unofficial cosplayer. Okay. Even though he is a master of his craft. Yeah. Huge. He, if you guys are not familiar with him, he's the one that was... Uh, Pan yeah. um, Ape in from Hellboy. Yeah, we do. I'm a huge fan of that man. And he's, if you guys ever get to meet him in real life, mm-hmm. he's the most darling, beautiful soul you'll ever <laughs> be, meet. Be prepared to be hugged. Every oh one of God. you will be hugged by Doug Jones, guaranteed. Yes. Ask, for, like ask for hugs from Doug Jones. <laughs> oh, you don't have to ask. Okay. It just happens. You might not get a hug. Is he, is he like Olaf and no, he just no, like warm No, no, this man hugs? will hug you and he'll make you feel like... Okay, I have to do this, okay? Can I come up to you? Uh, we can't hear you. This is there we go. He's totally platonic. He'll be doing this, and he'll be like, Puppy, you're so puppy. Just look at this puppy. So, <laughs> for those of you on Radio Land who have not seen oh, that, she just grabbed Larry's face and was just like and shaking his head back and forth. <laughs> and that, yeah. Puppy. yeah. Those of you listening who can't appreciate grabbing Larry's face is really quite a daring feat for Sarah <laughs> in the first place. So, extra credit. He makes you feel like completely loved and adored. So, um, wow. I'm to be one of my cosplay judges for mm-hmm. the Quest of Ember Fire. Cool. Which is our you, you got to eat the, the microphone. Yeah, do, do you want, do you want this one? That way Maybe. Please, it's in my face. Yes, it's in the face. Okay. Now I have to adjust her mic because she's quiet. That's oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't worry. <laughs> Me 
me and technology <laughs> for gaming computers. <laughs> Don't worry about it at all. Yeah. Yep. So, the other great thing about I'm Sarah awkward. is she's, um, you're not awkward in the slightest. She, she and her husband, <laughs> her husband also helps out Robert, and he's a great big man yes. and a super softy. So the two of them are a dynamic duo for our nice. convention. They're also fantastic people. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Larry. Uh, well, you know you are. And, and But they're also <laughs> true and true geeks. So they get the That's whole awesome. culture of FantasyCon. They understand all the different aspects. And um, I, I mean, honestly, this sounds really silly for a podcast. One of the great pleasures of working at FantasyCon is meeting other members of the team. Jonathan mm-hmm. is a great guy. I'm yeah. new before, but know much better now. Sarah and Robert, same thing. Developing these relationships inside the team is pretty dynamic and pretty awesome. Um, well, I have to say, you guys have an amazing dynamic. I mean, yeah. we have we have met several other conventions we in have their a heads, cool team. and it seems like you know they're business people. They come in, they do their job, they check out. It seems like you guys are, I would say, like a family. You guys work well together. You may have your spouts, your your fights, and that, but you guys are really building something that's amazing and working well at it. Well, I sure, I agree. I think we it feels like not other things that we've done. Um, the fascinating thing is we're nine days away now, yeah. and I feel like we've done, like Josh, I echo what Josh You guys are says. really we've, calm. We've no. labored work. Planned. Well, you might not be, but everyone else is saying. No, we're not calm. Internally, we're not calm. Uh, but the thing that I'm not afraid of what we plan and what we have coming, mm-hmm. what I'm afraid of is will somebody walk through that door and enjoy it? Like I'm just, I have these total nightmares about we're just in this cavernous, empty space with all these amazing things happening and no one shows up. I, That's I, the oh, scary people, part. People are going to be I'm gonna, I can guarantee this. You're not going to have it's that problem. No. Now, now, when you say guarantee, will you guys back that up financially? <laughs> I've got a dollar. It's a start. I'm not to talk to. I got $15 in my pocket. That's well, about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. $15 more than I've got. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's yours no, if it, it ends up being There's a just a lot of chatter out there. You know, we, we see people are constantly posting. People are excited. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you guys have, you know, you just drive down the I-15 corridor and you see, you know, the advertisements you guys have up. And I don't know a single person that isn't talking to me about, you know, what is that? Give me more information. So, you know, honestly, if this is your first con, if anybody listening, this is your first you're con. You're totally going to get spoiled. Yeah, it will spoil you. For <laughs> <a con>. Really? <laughs> Completely. I yeah. said it on the show, on the last show that I was on, this would be my, this is my first con. It really? Spoil I had, you. I had to, oh, that's I right, you did. Cash in my geek I'm, card after the awesome He's Godzilla been to many cons, <laughs> I've been to many cons, <laughs> and I'm looking at this from like, if this was my first con ever, I would be very disappointed if I went to other cons after this. Yeah, it's like going yeah. to like a Six Flags or Cedar Point, and then you come back home to Lagoon. 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 It's just like, hey, I like Lagoon. Lagoon. <laughs> it's kind of like no, a it'd be more like <laughs> going to the park and swinging on the swing. I would yeah. say it's more like yeah, Boondock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, Trafalgar. Yeah. Going nope. from Disney World to Boondock. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. So step down. It's going to be really cool. Now, yeah. I, I, we've been to other cons and we've seen other cosplay contests. Mm-hmm. How is this one going to be different than well, others? Let me explain. Uh, Utah is a baby in the con world. Yeah. Um, cosplay here is just beginning. I would say give us another five years and we are going to rock the socks off of any other convention mm-hmm. as a culture in cosplay. I don't care what con we're talking about. It's, they're, um, it's kind of a fascinating culture here in Utah. It's Utah. But the, Everybody excels at snowing here. So the interesting thing about the cosplayers here that I absolutely have found and I adore them for it is that they've developed 
exactly opposite than all the other cosplayers in the United States. Really? Oh. Um, all the cosplayers normally will make their costumes and go out and cosplay at a con or event. Mm-hmm. We have groups here that have been established as charity cosplayers oh, yeah. for 15 mm-hmm. years. The 501st has oh, been here yeah. forever. Oh, heroic. heroic has been yeah. here for five years and plus. I mean, the Mercs, they've also been here for a long time. They've got the Rogue Base. You know, yeah. We've got all these guys here, and they've had their first con last year. So that means they were developing all these costumes and stuff for charity-based events, plus just their love of the geek genre. Yeah. So they've actually done it exactly opposite with the charity first and, you know, just a little bit. And now they're like, oh, yeah, and there's a con that I'm supposed to have fun at. This is so weird. So it's kind of like they're going to going about it just exactly opposite that everybody else is. So it's, um, I'm noticing that the majority of cosplayers here are incredibly passionate and they're incredibly hungry for knowledge on how to make these things and we have a good uh, base of knowledge already set here mm-hmm. but it's they're just beginning so will the cosplay rival that of dragon con not yet no but yeah give me five years what do you plan on doing then to uh what steps are you planning on taking to get uh, to reach the Dragon Con level. I have a secret, secret mission. Um, I'm basically um, spreading the word that um, as geeks, for geeks, I believe in not picking an ev- one event to be loyal to. Yeah. That means that I go to any and every geek event that I love and adore. Okay. That means I go to any and every con in Utah, mm-hmm. which is something that is they're not used to hearing in Utah. Yeah. Okay. They they think that you're supposed to be loyal to one side or the other, which is I'm from California originally, so this is kind of a new cultural clash for me. And I've noticed there's sides that are being picked either subconsciously or not in this state yeah. of Utah. Lovely yeah. that I love it. I'm starting to really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I'm noticing that I'm having to kind of kind of help people realize that you don't have to do that. Yeah. It's not about picking sides. It's not about picking loyalties. It's about you being a geek. You were passionate about what you were before mm-hmm. you ever even entered into a con, mm-hmm. and you have to remain true to that. Okay. So it's, no, I, yeah. we completely agree. We see oh, that yeah. just oh, with the, the local podcast. You know, yeah, it's exactly. like, no, you, we can't help you. We can't give you oh, advice. We're, we, yeah, we're not supposed to talk to you. We're not that. supposed to talk to you. And, you know, oh, and no. we're the exact opposite. We're like, you know, hey, you know, we ran into this obstacle. Here's a way to avoid that. You know, the, the giant pond. Right. You know, yeah. We can all There's swim around in it. Yeah. And in California, we have over 100 cons per year. Holy and no holy. one is ever fighting for, you yeah. know, I don't look at my friends saying, oh, you're going to BlizzCon? Are you crazy? Yeah. No, I say, awesome. How was it? Mm-hmm. Maybe I should mm-hmm. go next year. I think it's fair enough. You know, if you have the money, go to every con you can. Have exactly. fun. I, I bought it. tickets for every con here, and I have to go get my Steam Fest tickets now that I think about it. But yeah, I'm going to Comic-Con, I'm going to Fantasy-Con, I'm going to Steam Fest, mm-hmm. and I'm also going to Dragon-Con in Atlanta, Georgia. Holy crap. See you there. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll be there again as well. I'm Very cool. Atlanta. You're going I've to Dragon-Con? Oh, you really? My, my brother lives downtown, so. I did a happy dance there. Why are we not going? <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to fly to Atlanta Labor Day weekend? So then what was it like it's selling that first person okay. on sort of uh, on the whole don't pick your pony? I'm not saying it so much as I am living it. Okay. So every time I run into that, it makes me a little nerd rage that I run into that. And I try really hard not to, you know, punch them in the kidneys kind of a thing. (laughs) I'm really not. (laughs) I know what you mean. But I'm like, no, no, that's not, I don't want, I don't want Utah 
to train our people that way, our yeah. geek genre. I want it to be all accepting cosplayers for cosplayers. You, you can be anything you want. I don't want people to – I run into cosplayers that – and I love them, and I know they have good intentions – but they're saying that because you're a large size, you shouldn't dress this way. And yeah. I'm like, absolutely not. Don't you dare say that to somebody. If you're a large size and you love that character, you dress that you character. You dress like that yeah. character. Mm. You have fun with that character. Yeah, I will nerd rage on you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. That got like, a lot of these uh, cosplay troops to come in uh, for FantasyCon? I connected to them. They are independent, amazing, well-run organizations. All right. So I'm just, um, I guess, the person that is opening conversations in relationships with them, but they've okay. already they've already been doing tons of you know events on their own. They but, do, but you were the ones that you were the one that basically like sold them to come in to, uh, to come in for Fantasy Con, correct? Selling? I don't like that word. <laughs> I uh, I talk to them about what I talk to you to guys about, down. and I say, "What do you think?" And they're like, "We're in." So I did that. <laughs> right. She used her mystical powers of coercion. She, she used, she used the force. She just you will go to Fantasy Con, and they're like, "We will go to Fantasy Con." You will dress up like Boba Fett. I'll dress up like Boba Fett. I love Boba Fett. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to find a new place to sit. Yes. Well, unfortunately, no. I don't like Boba Fett. He hates he's Boba overra- Fett. He's overrated. No, Slave Leia is overdone. Slave Leia is overdone. Well, no, she's, over, she's overdone, but she's not overrated Geek because fight. Leia actually has a character. <laughs> but, uh, Nerd war. See, and you say I'm nuts about dragons? Come on. I don't listen to any of you guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hurt your feelings, but 90% of the time, I just come in to make fun of things. I know. And I go back to whatever I'm doing. I know. It's really like what you do 100% of the time. Yeah. I just was make trying fun to be of nice. everything. What he does all of but, his but life. At least show. at this con, you will be busy at the film festival, because I know you love films. Yeah, screw you guys. I'm going to the film festival. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're, you, you know how you have to write up an article on everything you see. Done. Okay. Oh, and if, I apologize if I got a little too passionate back there. I do oh, tend to get apologize? really wait, heated. On a geek show? Don't, wait, what? Come on. Come on. I get a little nerd rage yeah. on some as, of those topics. As a geek, you cannot be passionate enough. All right. So let's Rawr. say, I'm going I'm, I'm to throw this out there. You can be You can be the little metal box with the red button that Steve gets to push and Cuddy with the All chance right. of meatballs, too. If you, know, so you explode if and party favors everywhere, you can go you. for it. There we go. That's all it is. <laughs> this is the perfect group for you guys. Yeah. Yes. Your five-hour-long Firefly game. Like you guys we we, we, it was we six and a half hours. We have two hours now. I'm overdue for a rewatching of the whole series. I mean, well, season. Mm, yeah. I just continue well, to watch the series yeah. when I met you. I, I can do that next week. Let's go. Watch right. the movie. Yes. Probably. Okay. So is there anything else? I mean, how can people oh. sign up for the contest? Oh. Yeah, well, these, this is not the answer to those questions, but there's a really important feature of the convention. Yes, go. That is one of the ways that we are featuring cosplay, which is part of the answer of how we're building this cosplay community. Okay. And that is the FantasyCon Parade on the morning of oh, July right. 4th. We'll feature many amazing cosplay groups. We have over 40 groups, and I bet I would wager by the time we're live in a week we'll have over 50 uh, so those are groups of people marching in a fantasy parade on the morning of July 4th. So you could go to Provo if you wanted to drive to Provo into that massive humanity and the fight for side of exactly. Provo for? Hey. Or, yeah, there's still no reason <laughs> to go to Provo. What I just said. Or you could just come downtown to the Gateway and near the Salt Palace and watch these amazing 
groups of 50 people, there will be a Ghostbusters group with the car, for example. The Umbrella Corporation will be out with their vehicles. There's a party bus that's Heroic fantasy. Inc. Yeah, I mean, there's really cool stuff. There's a Lord of the Rings group. What would it so, take for yeah, us this... to get Flagoon in there? Oh, <laughs> easily. Dressed up as Boba Fett. Please do it. Oh. Like, I, I, my well, that wouldn't for happen. My vision for parade is to have, like, 50 first graders dressed up as, like, Malfoy from, you know, Okay. Just, that would be so amazing to okay. me. Or like Although have the this, periodic table of epicness. This, and have this, uh, this parade sounds so a cool. lot more entertaining than watching the Shriners drive around in their <laughs> well, little cars. So, so here's the thing. I'm going to put this out there. If we can get someone to donate the Boba Fett costume for Flagoon to march this. That's going to have to be an extra uh, hefty Boba Fett costume. We're then going to put Colin and Ben in the Wolverine costume. Yeah. At the same time. Deal on that one. That has been reached. <laughs> we, we can push that forward. If nothing else, we can handcuff you and march. And we'll dress up in skin tight. Yeah, they're they're a fun loving group. I adore them. And for those who don't realize, we're fat. You don't want us uh-huh. in skin you don't tight superhero outfits. No, but you really want the do that. You want them to do this. Yes. Yeah. It, it's it's not necessarily for your eyes. It's for their <laughs> embarrassment. So all the fantasy yeah, con people just flood to our website and hit like uh, <laughs> on uh, the Dungeon Crawlers Facebook page because we need this to happen. Yeah, we, we post up funny things. We post yeah. up entertaining geek stuff. Right, so I, I was also going to mention yes, all of ahead. the cool cosplay stuff. Yes. Yes, so cosplay. what brought me on board, I was approached by two different people. I was okay. approached first as an artist and I was like, nah, nah, I can't really see this. I hadn't even heard of Fantasy Con yet. Yeah. Later on, I was approached by Jonathan Martin and I was actually on a set with Doug Jones. Holy crap. Anyway, I was trying to be cool right now. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Go right I applying, ahead. I was helping to apply prosthetics via Chris Hansen, the awesome special effects artist that was working on Doug Jones. Holy crap. Okay. <laughs> I'm now calming myself down. <laughs> Where was I going with this? Um, uh, how you got involved? I was brought awesome on board by um, Jonathan Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, where was... Oh, holy crap, I'm so freaking out over Doug Jones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Doug Jones, Doug Jones, Doug Jones. Oh, Doug Jones. That's all you can him. think of now. Okay, I'm so not a super geek. Okay, so not. he brought me in to talk to Josh, and I was like, you know, I've already been approached by another person mm-hmm. with the Fantasy Con as an artist, and I don't really see how I'd be a part of this. And yeah. he's like, so Jonathan Barton brought me on as a, as a cosplayer because he's seen my other um, side page. Okay. And I was like, okay, what do you have? I don't really see myself wanting to be a part of a con. I'd rather go to a con. So Josh said, okay, what would you like, what would cosplayers want? And I was like, well, they've always been pushed to the side. They've never been the focus of most cons mm-hmm. because we don't make you guys any money. Um, we just sit there and look crazy and pretty and or nuts. Yeah. You know, we sit there for hours in our costumes, not buying anything. We just sit there. Mm. Um, and we spend months doing this. So um, we're making our costumes. And he's like, well, what do you want? What if? And I was like, they want an, uh, environments. I was like, I want environments. I want um, places where we, most of our pictures that we spend months making these costumes, we have this crappy little background of this, you know, con wall behind us with a bunch of other people behind us. And it looks, eh, you know, it's not that awesome, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want environments. As a cosplayer, I want to be in the center of the, of the con. I don't want to be in the far back corner. I want to be right there. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, so you don't want a room back here if I made your whole room and made a whole environment? I was like, no, we want in the middle. And he's like, done. He's like, I'll move all these vendors. We'll get rid of them. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I was like, you're going to get rid of like 50 vendors just for us cosplayers. We're not going to make you any money. He's like, yeah, sold. I was like, okay, done. I'm in. So that's really what brought me on. And I was like, I saw his vision and I was like, you're going to give us cosplayers 
something that we normally don't get ever, and mm-hmm. that's putting us front and center. That's putting us, you know, we, we're, we're like uh, attention whores, really. It comes down to it. <laughs> <We are. laughs> the four, five guys sitting around the table with their own radio show. <laughs> Not at all. No, no. We want to be admired for oh. the crazy amount of work that we sweat and bled and cried over those stupid costumes that we adore. Yeah, so, and Josh was willing to do that. He loves nice. our, what we do, so. Awesome. So, so the cosplayers. So let me see if I, if I heard this correct. They're going to have like actual sets. They're going to be able to do their poses on this time. Throughout the con, we have different environments. We have different. Um, we have crazy, amazing backdrops um, from Valley West. We have a, a job of the hut. Huge job of the hut. All right. I well, well I, I know where we're getting yeah. our, our group photo now. Make us all look skinny. <laughs> We have uh, these backgrounds that are being created that are really cool backgrounds, and Mm -hmm. we're going to have a bunch of props and everything. We're just going to basically, and this is just the first year, so we're going to be growing this and growing this. So it's just Mm -hmm. basically this huge, uber-rich environment that you can just kind of like... No, I like the fact that you guys have backdrops in that, because, you know, that is the one thing you see at cons is it's a wall, or you're standing... In your, your with this banners. circle of photo you know, photographers taking pictures or people just walking yeah. by, you don't. You know, they try to pose, but it, that's really not that cool. But it's not. you know, if you're, you know, let's say you're Boba Fett or you're <laughs> you're dressed up as a bounty hunter and or you're Sailor in Moon. that, yeah, and you're in that job of the hut <laughs> backdrop, <laughs> that would be awesome. Sure. No, no, I, no. I think That'd Joe awesome. goes to Sailor Moon. <laughs> I'd be like Sailor Jupiter, but you know, yeah. it's, uh, see, it would work. I, I would prefer to be Sailor Venus. Yeah. Okay. She's so the one with the short hair. Okay. Legitimate question. I know. How is the judging happening? Have you guys yeah. selected judges for it? Is we it do be, have judges. Are okay. they local people? Or are they? Out of state? Is it? Uh, some of them from my creators' contest. They're all local professionals. Um, varying degrees of uh, special effects artists, uh, customers, leather workers that are amazing, incredible, plus pro cosplayers that are joining them on that. For my, so that's more my creator's contest. For my Quest of Member Fire, it's more of a celebrity lineup. It's Doug Jones, Paul Amos, um, Riddle, Stella Chu. I, might, I think there was one switched out. I'm missing one other because she wasn't able to make it. So I okay. have one other wow. girl that's you amazing with like the comic type group. A good lineup there. Yeah. Told you it's a real question. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, my question member Ooh, fire. One in a whole show. <laughs> the question member fire contest is the huge closing one. That's the one nice. where we have like it's a fat. The award show is a fashion show. It's a costume um, cosplay award show and a film quest award. So cool. So it's going to be insane. Wow. It, it, so is there a trophy, money? What's involved in the prize? The five thousand dollar grand prize. Five thousand. Yeah. Wow. And then the runner up is one thousand five hundred. And then it goes down to 1,000, and then I forgot the lower one. Look, if you throw a dress on, you might have a chance. <laughs> I know. All I can say. Probably get the booby prize. Uh, all I can say is I know the fact that the person that wins this, it's not going to Bills, it's going to their next costume. Absolutely. Because <laughs> literally, that's how they are. When they win these prizes, it just funnels into the next yeah, it's costume. It's true. It's just like the yeah. filmmaker who wins the big Great. film award and they dump it in the next movie. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Um, Sarah maybe didn't mention it. That purse is pretty unprecedented. No, it that is. It is. just fall out of conventions very often. And Not for the first one. And a little credit goes, a lot, all the credit goes to Sarah and Josh for thinking that's a good idea and be willing to front that with money. Why? Not because there's a big payoff. There's no financial payoff mm-hmm. for giving away money, but there is a credibility issue. 
Mm-hmm. There is an attracting quality issue. So we oh, yeah. just to raise the stakes of the cosplay here. And, um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. No, it is. It, that and I want to, I, I believe fully in giving the cosplayers a, the amazing experience that I think they deserve. Well, and that's kind of the whole premise for FantasyCon is the focus on the artist because let's face it this is kind of a form of artistry and and to say hey we're going to give the person that wins a $5,000 pot I mean you're valuing what they're bringing with with actual things, not just lip service, yeah. and and not just saying we love you, cosplayers. Yeah. We're, we're demonstrating love for cosplayers, and you should. There's another question you guys could ask Sarah. You could ask her about the award ceremony and the way that we're presenting the winners. So, how stuff. are you presenting the awards to the winners of the cosplay contest? Oh, what do you mean, Larry? <laughs> well, <laughs> well do you mean? looks like I have to field my own question. Uh, we're not just being, we're not just like. Hey, nice job. Handshake. Here's, Here's your money. Oh, we're we're making that, a big deal out of it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're having the award show. Um, it's basically we're having this huge contest in the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be kind of this crazy show. And then the award show is the fashion. We have a fashion show going on at the same time. Cosplay award show nice. mixed in with entertainment and then also the film quest and plus a bunch of celebrities all jam-packed in there so so, so the winner is the winner going to come down they're going to start playing a song much like miss america and balloons and confetti oh, is going to be coming down i totally want doug jones to be the presenter of the five thousand dollar grand prize because i adore him <laughs> that would be better. there might be a bit of a crush there yeah <laughs> oh my goodness he is a beautiful person you have not been hugged by this man yet <laughs> Okay, here's my yes. story, guys. Here's my story. Okay. We went to Dragon Con. I had just seen Doug Jones, and I don't want to sound like a crazed fan, but I'm not. <laughs> You're we, not doing a really seen, good job there. I, I know, right? I had seen him at uh, the shoot that I was working on. We told him we were going to see him at Dragon Con. I've dragged my friend who's from Canada, never met the man, didn't even know who he was, was like, okay, I'll go, go with you to see this guy, whatever. I like Dragon right? Con are ridiculous. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. So we stood in line. We saw Doug Jones. He spent 15 minutes with us, longer than anybody else, right? And started doing that face thing with, with my friend from Canada. <laughs> and he's like, this little Asian guy getting, you know, oh, puppy, you know, with his face being squished up. It was so adorable. And he's just looking up at Doug Jones because he's like, you know, hugely tall. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this, he's like, I love that man. I don't even know who he is, and I love that man. I'm a fan. <laughs> The man turns you. I don't know what it is. He's got okay, this. we're gonna have to have uh, we're gonna have to have uh, Colin be the one introduced to uh, yes. to him, <laughs> so we can get the puppy face. The puppy Jones. thing. He can get the puppy it face. It makes you happy. Do it's so it, puppy face. It kind of brings up. This is a beautiful face right here. Okay, so if we do this, I'm gonna have to edit it so it looks like you have dog ears <laughs> and a puppy dog tail. It's wagging really fast. I'm sure we could probably find some there. Make sure his nose is wet as yes. well. Yeah. You guys that, are crazy. So can I one more can yes. I pimp more cosplay? So the other great thing about this awesome award show is, is we have structured our entire convention to highlight it. So on Saturday it's kind of the exclamation point on your convention experience. Thursday has many awesome things. Mm-hmm. Friday has awesome things like the parade. And then Saturday, you, here's your experience. And then this is like, boom, this is the kind of final thing. That is before we send you off into the streets to watch the biggest fireworks show in Salt Lake City over that weekend. <clears throat> but the, this award show celebrates cosplay and really it's, excuse me, it celebrates fantasy con as well. And, and fantasy, actually. Um, so, 
it's kind of awesome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. It's kind of okay. It's kind of kind of cool. Well, I, we are running over, but uh, that was because of Jonathan yes. Martin. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He likes <laughs> everyone's Jonathan time. Jonathan Martin. So one last thing. <laughs> we should. Well, we, we should. Prop, well, we haven't even talked about brother. panels. Oh, yeah. We got to talk oh, to Larry, God. even though he okay. has Ooh. been helping. My very tiny introduction. Yes. This man is freaking amazing. Mm. He's worked for 13 years at Dragon Con doing the event. That's partially true. Yeah, so I do uh, do uh, Tolkien programming at Dragon Con, and I haven't done it that long. I've helped them for a while. My life was changed the day I walked into the San Diego Comic-Con like a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I won't tell you how long ago. And and I was like, wow, there's people who like what I like. It was just an eye-opener. So I love, I'm a fan of fans, and I love to be able to um, bring it to Salt Lake City as well. Nice. In a big way. So uh, I'm guessing Paul Janess is a huge fan of yours because he is a huge Tolkien. Paul, yeah, Paul's pal for sure. Yeah. He's doing some moderating for us. And, uh, you know, he's, I, yeah, I dig that cat. He's a cool dude. Yeah. He's a good friend of ours. Yeah, that's one hep cat. Yeah. I've okay. called him that for a long time. One yes, groovy yeah. guy. You guys are all weird. So? Yeah. Just want to let you know. Well, okay. We, I, I have a thing where it, it, I. I want my death narrated by uh, Morgan Freeman, but I want <laughs> good choice. I want my death, the the description of my death, your eulogy, written. My, no, not the eulogy. The actual like you know play by play description of how I die because <laughs> written by. Who are you? <laughs> if I am if if I am to believe all of the palm readers, tarot card readings, I'm supposed to die in a horrific gunfight. Nice. So I want it written by Paul. That actually doesn't not George R. Martin. No. No. What? No, no so it would take like 13 books would, for it yeah, to happen. Would, so. <laughs> yeah, it would take way too long, and he'd go into a lot more detail about my uh, diet than <laughs> I really want people to know about. And their sex life. It's yeah, Carl yeah then you'd have a red wedding scene before that actually happened, and the people yeah. would be like, oh, ugh. Yeah. Well, you hear that, like, 10,000 to be killed off by yeah. him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then, and then it, you know, like you said, it would take 20 years before anyone could get to read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I also want to be fired by uh, James Earl Jones. That would be awesome. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand you guys. I have, I have yeah. really weird, like, a really odd bucket list. It's like it's the great. worst possible things. Like, yeah, I want to get fired by James Earl Jones. Cool, I'm getting, you know, I get James Earl Jones to tell me why I'm being fired, but I'm being fired, so it's also kind of a down note. And then, Come on, Adam Sandler got him to do play-by-play play of his life, so you could do that. I probably could. Yeah. Well, right. was, I won't say it was Adam Sandler. It's probably a lot of money, but let's go yeah. back let's to Fantasy Con. Let's move back to the panels of Fantasy Con. <laughs> panels of Fantasy Con. So what can we expect? Because you know, we, yeah. we do We've have The Hobbit, for this for a while. which is going to be interactive. Well, so we, we have a strong Tolkien flavor, yeah. and I'm a big, yes, I'm a Tolkien uh, fan, I suppose people would say, but it's really not that. It's that I... I'm pretty aware of how there's a book called J.R.R. Tolkien, author of the century, talking about the 20th century. And I mm-hmm. actually wholeheartedly believe that, that is the case. He is one of the single most influential people of the 20th century. Oh, yeah. And fantasy con exists because of his writings and what he did. Josh celebrates the art and the artwork. Those guys sprung from the words. Not that Tolkien was single handedly um, Responsible, but he was, surely was a huge influence on all that came after oh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, all the video games that came from that. So, given a chance to program FantasyCon, which I was, I've infused it with Tolkien. I think it's the beginning of something, and we have to acknowledge Tolkien as the start of a lot of this. So there is some interactive 
uh, Tolkien panels. We have, luckily have some actors from New Zealand and the UK who are in the Hobbit movies as dwarves, and those guys are fantastic. So oh, they, yeah. they will interact, they will talk, they will have fun. It's not about sitting behind a table and answering uh, questions about your audition process. It's directing fans in missing scenes from The Hobbit that people wish they'd, you know, hey, come on stage, we're going to direct you and do really fun things. Um, that funny comedy show where people interact and do things spontaneously with Drew Carey. What's that Whose called? line is it anyway? Thank you. We're doing Hobbit. Whose line is it anyway? Awesome. <laughs> with these guys. Who's moderating that? Uh, so the actors are taking care of it. Really? And yeah, nice. yeah. And they're on board, and we've talked cool. about it, and they're all in. Um, Did we get a dwarf singing? Well, shh, that's a secret. There oh. may be some point in... Some stage uh, somewhere. Where Josh already said mountain. something last time he was oh, on our show. Josh is killing me, man. Thank you for he, he mentioned my so, thunder. He, he mentioned something about the Misty Mountains. Yeah, yeah. that. So that nobody's told me that will happen, but I have a strong feeling that when you get those guys on stage, yeah. that will. The first night on Thursday night, um, we're not just bringing the actors from The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, which there are, if I counted right, there's 11 right now. If I didn't count right, we might have some trouble. But we're also bringing artists that are very hugely responsible for modern-day depictions of Tolkien. Mm -hmm. A guy by the name of Donato Giancola, who everybody who can hear me should go Google instantly, um, because that's how you Google instantly. (laughs) They should go Google Donato Giancola and look up his paintings. He has some amazing Lord of the Rings paintings. He's very much a traditional like Renaissance-style guy, mm-hmm. and he is bringing to FantasyCon a commission that is nine feet wide and five feet tall of the Fellowship crossing the path of Caradhras in... Um, I, I can't remember which book that's in, but in those movies that you've all seen. But uh, really amazing snowy landscape with the Fellowship. Just a phenomenal painting. Yeah. So he'll be on stage. TheWondering.net will be on stage. Uh, a guy named Doug Adams, who is the authority on Howard Shore's, Howard Shore's score for the Lord of the Rings films. He literally wrote wow. the book on that, will be on stage. But Dolly Jewelry, who has the book license to make the one ring uh, in, in the world, but they happen to also be in late Utah, will be on stage. Uh, and it goes on and on. So all those people will be gathered on one stage at one time, not so we can answer silly questions about what kind of underwear do you have, boxers or briefs, because that happens, but mm-hmm. to make probably the most dynamic, amazing collection of Tolkien-influenced guests I've ever heard of at any convention, any place, all at one time. Well, that I love the fact phenomenal. that when you guys say, hey, we got some of the people from The Hobbit, you know, it's not like it's not like you just went, oh, we got one or two. Yep. You guys went all out. I mean, you guys almost have the entire set of dwarves. Yeah, I we, mean, we're actually saving a couple of those guys for next year, too. So, wow. I, I mean, this is, no one has, this is me having a goal for... Yeah. Fantasy Con too, but I fully expect to have Richard Armitage and Dino awesome. Gorman and uh, Aiden Turner because those are the guys we're missing. So yeah. that's the trio we'll go after next well, year. Well, and, and we've we've interviewed uh, William Kirchner before, that's and awesome. you are right. They would, they'll just sit there and chat. I mean, it's not like, yes, on the fourth act I did this and that. No, I mean they're just they're just like a normal everyday guy, just loving the chat with you. And yeah, it was a really fun interview. Oh yeah. He was probably one of the funnest we had. It was There's just a difference. There's, it's he doesn't. William is a great example, but all those guys they don't come through the Hollywood system, which mm-hmm. tends to, you know, um, suck the personality out of you to make you a corporate representation of an yeah. actor. They're genuine. They're real. That's who they really are. And yeah. they, um, 
love what they do and they actually get it. Like, hey, this is kind of a good gig. I get yeah. paid to go to conventions and talk to fans, so maybe I better treat them well. Maybe I better interact and really appreciate what they have. And I should mention, too, we're having Royd Tolkien, mm-hmm. uh, the, grand, the great-grandson of J.R.R. Tolkien. So we have the bloodline in the building <laughs> yeah. as well. And he is a beautiful man. He There's no doubt about it. All the girls in here have a crush on him. Nice. Well, <laughs> and again, going back to, to William, that the one, the one thing that really stood out to us is he actually loved the fact that he could had the opportunity to talk to us. Yeah. Where, you know, you go up to several of these other celebrities and there's like, no, I mean, it's just like, I it's inconveniencing them for us to, to want to interview them and, uh, you know, really? and put it up on our show. Yeah. yeah. It's not like we're spending an hour there. You know, we're just three, five minutes, you know, we're out. But these guys love it. Yeah, they really do. And in defense of, actors everywhere it it's not an easy gig to no, always not. have people want something yeah you're it is. always yeah. you're always on the constant demands so i have some sympathy for that no we do too but mm-hmm. they're paid to be in an event and mm-hmm. they are lucky to have that career there's lots of really talented people who don't yeah and it is easy maybe to forget who where you came from and how great that is and yeah those new zealand guys and the uk guys as well are really grounded and real um I hope you get to talk to John Callen. He's like, um, I guess he's my version of Doug Jones. But, like he's a, a friend who geek out a little. very personally cares about people who he talks to. He, he doesn't have a brief conversation. He has an eyeball-to-eyeball, heart-to-heart conversation. That's awesome. And John Race davies uh, oh, I would love to. In hear. his contract specifies during his interactions with fans, he will not be rushed. I mean, it gets to be a bit of a conveyor belt where you got to get a fan in, you yeah. got to get an autograph, you got to get a photo, we got to go, we got to go. Contractually, you cannot rush John Race Davies. That's awesome. And I've been at shows where he, you know, they're like, John, we got, he does not care. He does not care. So he will do whatever he needs to do. That's cool. Those guys are pretty amazing. Billy yeah. Boyd, great guy. Nice. Uh, Sean Astin, really great guy. Bring in his family. He's not just coming to the show, he's bringing the Astin clan to the show. I hope I'm not supposed to keep that a secret. Um, but the, the point is, they're, just, they're here to experience the weekend, not just to you know, cash a check. Well, no, that's great. He's actually investing time, and they're going to have fun. But, uh, wow, I mean, that's pretty cool, uh, really. Since so we're, I, we're plugging celebs, Mark Shepard, people are super oh excited. My Christopher Judge yeah. from Stargate, we just signed late, and people are super excited about Christopher Summer Judge. Now. Uh, Summer Glau is pretty phenomenal. Wow. Yeah. Simon Pegg is not such a bad guest to have either. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if I go to meet anybody for the interview, it's because I'll be at the film side. Sorry, guys. It's going to be Simon Pegg. Yeah. I, I want to meet him. I saw him in Chicago. It was him, Edgar Wright, and Nick Frost. And oh. They did a Q&A together. It was, they, they showed Shaun the Dead, Q&A with Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and Edgar Wright. And Dude. then Hot Fuzz. And the next night I went to see The World's End. Not yeah. it was bad. the best the, the crazy thing about Simon being here in Salt Lake, one, it's a first-year convention. Two, it's yeah. in Salt Lake City, which is not exactly the center of the freeway of, of no. Hollywood stars. And yeah. three, he has never done a signing before. This is his first like autograph wow. signing event. And he may not do one again. Um, we also, to Josh's credit, we kept the price down yeah. as much as possible for his photo opportunities and his autographs. So um, they're not inexpensive. They're not, you know, listen, I mean, we all have bills to pay, and they're not, you know, like, forking out of five and getting a hamburger. It, there's a little bit of an expense, but not what it could be and not what a lot of stars of his caliber do charge. Yeah. So, yeah, Simon's a really fantastic guest. And Rose McGowan, not too hard to look at, not too hard to get an autograph <laughs> yeah. from. 
Uh, there's a long list, and, and and the other really group. Sorry, I'm just I'm no, Jonathan Martin fine. reborn. I'm reincarnated, Jonathan Martin. Um, and I love that cat, by the way. But we have five of the cast members of Lost Girl, which is a Canadian show which plays yep, on sci-fi. Yep. Yeah, and not everyone knows that show. And these guests are great, too. And they were proactively, just like, I guess, the Hobbit guys, calling up saying, hey, what can we do? How can we get involved? Can we come to your charity night? Can we judge your cosplay? Can we be involved in the film festival? They wanted to really be involved, yeah. not just show up at the show. So I'm really excited about them. Um, Renee O'Connor, Zena herself, and Adrian Wilkinson, the daughter of Zena. I never watched Zena, I confess, but I think that's correct. You're fine. Had, uh, actually, Sam Raimi was here. Was that last yeah, year? Yeah. yeah. Ago? Nice. He, uh, he was at SLC Nerd. He was Sam Raimi. Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi. Still nice. Yeah. Well, no, it's kind of funny because we did interview Ted. We've interviewed Kevin. Yep. So we're kind of like, yeah, we're, we're building up, you know. Our, our little uh, Zena Hercules, Hercules you know, mm. because you know there's another con where Bruce is coming, yeah. and so that would be us because he was Italicus, and if we can get yeah. Renee, I mean, we're just stacking them away one nice. at a time. I just but, want to ask him about Mikhail Maybe. Yeah, That's the only I, thing I'm going to talk to Bruce about. <laughs> what about <laughs> Evil Dead? No, I'm only going to talk about Mikhail Navy. Or, or uh, See, he was Commander all Boom. The time about Evil Dead, I guarantee no one brings up Mikhail Navy. That was a not, that was a great show. But no, I like the fact. You guys have built this thing because we've kind of been watching it since the beginning. And it was like, okay, you have one, two celebrities. And everyone's like, what is this? And now it's like exploded. You guys have a huge panel of celebrities. It's going to be awesome. But besides that, we got a battle arena going on. Yeah. We got an archery range. The cosplay stuff. The yeah. dragon. Here's something you don't know. Do you want a new thing? Trolls? Yeah. Yes. I've been geeking out over this since they first Okay, go ahead. You wanna, no? Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, sh- okay, he oh is God. handing the mic to you. Okay. So there's this amazing setup that they have with, they're going to be huge. I don't know how big they're going to be, but they're going to be, uh, how do you explain uh, Like them? almost three stories tall, really. Projected images, that's yeah. what we're talking okay. about. Yeah. Are we getting Tupac? Oh, no, no. These things are going to be... So they're going to be these giant trolls that will interact with people standing in front of them because they have sensors, they have actors in the back that have mm-hmm. all these sensors on them, so they're going to have these trolls going, hello, little girl, you know, that kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I am, you don't believe how much I've wanted to be, have all those sensors and be oh, like, how much yeah. can we pay <laughs> one of them to say, Lagoon, I'm going to squish you. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> so yeah, they're going to be interacting with people, and that like makes my geek heart happen. No, that is pretty cool. That is really cool. I'm like, so cute. Wow. Do we? Right? Yeah, you yeah, said it perfectly. Good. Are we? There's another. I mean, we Go ahead. have a lot of cool aspects of the show. Have we? Are we over yet? Well, I, we're, see, the thing is, we came into this thinking, okay, we only have an hour, but mm. we're going to set up to two hours because we mm. know it's going to take more time than that. Sorry. And so, no, it's fine. And so we're <laughs> yeah, just like, when they end, norm. we'll end there. So when you're ready so, to say question we're done, for you guys, yes. this is yeah. a great litmus test for us to find out how aware sure. people are. Aren't are we you guys? There's no Tupac. I am okay. sorry. That we, I mean, I didn't think of that, and I will work on that for FantasyCon 2. Exactly. Ooh, we'll it agent. would work. Uh, is legend basic, basically fantasy now. Yes. yes, that is true. He has become a mythical character for sure. <laughs> He's kind of become the hip-hop equivalent of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's Flagoon at DunderCrawlersRadio.com. Well, or at least Kurt Cobain. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Is that the offensive yeah. email that you're going to be here, the offensive yeah. email? So, so, that, so, that's, <laughs> that's what we do. Is all, Anything that's offensive goes to me. Because awesome. mainly if it is offensive, it comes out of it his mouth. It comes from me. <laughs> yep. 
Is that why you're wearing the brown coat shirt? No, it's just because brown coats rock. I know. Nice. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the Quest. Yes. Are you guys aware of the TV show The Quest? Yes. Mm-hmm. How? Like, what do you know? What? Uh, that's what I'm curious about. What I know if... nothing about it, but I spend most of my time in movie theaters. Me too. I know. Movie theaters are pretty much best at their... Oh, so you guys all look at me? Why? Because I answer every other question about everything? Come on. Is that what that is? You know this. <laughs> You've been very quiet this show. Well, because I'm afraid that my microphone isn't on. Cause it it's on. Working. Well, you're, you're, on. you're on now. Now you're putting me on the spot. I am. Now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Somebody answer the question awesome. about the quest. the quest. Tell me about the quest, please. Come on. Tell me about the quest. Uh, to dream the impossible dream. Um, <laughs> to uh, right the unrightable wrong. Are you guys just making stuff up now? Um, yes, he is. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm actually quoting a, a play. Okay, yes. Quest TV series. One second. Go ahead. So, well, all right. So, so you know it exists. It's an ABC yeah. TV series that is a cross between, this is how it was described to me, The Lord of the Rings meets The Amazing Race, which sounds pretty fun. I think because Game of Thrones was just so popular this season, now they're calling it Game of Thrones meets The Amazing Race. Ah. But those are the elements in place. Yeah. An interesting aspect to the quest is there is a gentleman named Mark Ordesky who is the executive producer of the quest. If you don't know his name and you went on IMDb and Googled him, you'd find out that he was also an executive producer of The Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Okay, that's why I recognize so the name. So Mark Ordesky hits a home run as a young studio guy in the form of The Lord of the Rings. So he's, he's doing okay. Um, he happens to be a super cool cat. I keep saying cat. He's not a cat. He's a super <laughs> cool dog. Um, he's, he's also supportive of FantasyCon, and he decided to come here on his own. So when we bring all those Hobbit people on stage, we'll also bring Mark Gordesky. Well, because of that connection, the quest has a lot to do, a lot of sort of overlap thematically with, with uh, FantasyCon. So if you look at our battle arena carefully, because of all the five banners and the giant one hanging above it, when you walk in this door, it'll say the quest battle arena. They sponsored our battle arena, which is Badass. Can I say badass? Yes, you can. It's badass. I said worse earlier. (laughs) So, we are working on further developments with the Quest, but we're very much partnered with those guys, and they dig FantasyCon in a big way, and I wish I could announce what might happen beyond that, but it will electrify... Salt Lake City. Well, when you can, just email us and then I we'll throw it up. I will. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure uh, let me see out. if I can guess what you're kind of alluding to. Are they going to be filming an episode there where the Quest contestants might have to fight for no. something? Oh. Good guess, though. Okay. Excellent guess. We will actually have some contestants from the Quest at the show, and they were already like sort of coming, and not even as the Quest participants, but it turns out they are. Um, Anyway, they're, it's, they're involved, and the Quest digs us, and we dig them, and so that's a really fun aspect of the show that I can only tease and keep my fingers crossed for. I mean, it's a really ah. cool premise for a TV series, because, you know, we have, like, The Amazing Race and all these other things, but this is like throwing it in the realm that everyone's geeking out on, because, you know, I think they realize that geek culture is not going away. It's building. No, no. It's here. It's you know, it's big. mainstream, it's getting man. bigger, you know. Ten years ago, you know, we kind of hid in our closet and said, hey, <laughs> we, we peek our head out when we were in our little groups and then we put it back in the closet and say, hey, yeah, yeah, we're going to go watch football. But now it's like football players are playing D&D. I was, on, or going, I was on the stairs playing card games with my little geek friends. You guys have been to Dragon Con. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dragon Con weekend was SEC football weekend at the same time. Three years. Every year. birds, and it's the one time the nerds win. Yeah. 
Can I, can I tell a Dragon Con story? Go ahead. This yeah. is the weirdest thing that may ever happened to me in my entire life. So besides all those jocks in town, the there's all these like fervent Florida Gator fans or, or Georgia Clemson Bulldogs fans. fans or Clemson or whatever. Yeah. So every year that's the same weekend, and it is a little insane. You go to a, like a hotel, restaurant, and people are like, what in the hell is going on? Because they, you know, Boba Fett sitting ball. down. Yeah. So that's weird. So this weekend goes on, and Dragon Con tends to be, at night at least, a little bit lascivious and a little bit of... Uh, there's a lot of sex out there. Oh, no, it's not heard. even just... It, there's, it, yeah. like, tape on people's nipples, and that's about all there is. I mean, it's, you know, you went Mardi Gras is a perfect yeah. example. So I do a whole week of that, and it's fun, and I'm getting ready to go home, and I stay a day later so I can help clean up. I wake up really early in the morning in my hotel... And most of the Dragon Conners are gone, and there are 400 people, mostly from the South, dressed all in white, head to toe, going into one of the ballrooms that the day before was pure geek, fantasy con, I mean, Dragon Con craziness. And it's a Baptist convention that moved into the hotel overnight after all the geek stuff. I thought I was in another world or that I died. It was so... Well, it's not... It's coming to downtown Atlanta. It's not... It was like, oh, dear God. A little bit further. You know, most of the the folks were African-American, so it was definitely not KKK. But it was... My mind was disintegrating right as I... I couldn't believe it. It was the weirdest thing ever. Wow. I flew in one week into Atlanta. It may have been... DragonCon weekend, and I'm on the tram, and it's like... Oh, I love the tram during DragonCon. It's like the Black Harley Riders Association, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I'm this little nerdy white kid, and I get off at the airport, and there's 300 Harleys. And these guys look angry, and I'm just like, I'm rushing to get to my rental car. Yeah, they're so <laughs> I'm get the kid, yeah, get our, uh, our first convention, well, my first convention was, uh, was Gen Con. Oh, yeah. And... Cool. They also do a motorcycle rally yeah, the do. same weekend. So we're walking out of Gen Con, and they've got Main Street closed off, and it is just, you know, you know lane to lane, just motorcycles. There is no space to walk between these wow. things. They so, are packed. And they're, you know, they're, they're some pretty nice motorcycles. And so I just kind of like walked out of yeah. nerd heaven into my motorcycle heaven, and the only thing that would have made it better is if there was a gun show at the other end of the motorcycle line. <laughs> Which, Which might be happening this year. There might be one this year. No, I, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Conventions. Oh, he's jumping in. Came back. You did. Oh, just one more Join thing. us. Came back just to, just to give it to you the way you wanted it. He's returned. I'm turning red. <laughs> she is actually turning a bright shade of red. I think she's redder than I get. Yep, there it is. It's happening. I'm just trying to bring it back around. Uh, you know it's really bad when the guest starts throwing it at me. It's awesome. It's awesome, though. Sarah and I have been trying to share the same celebrities. Doug yeah. Jones. We've learned about Doug Jones over the last time. His name keeps coming up. We've seen her fanning herself oh, with yeah. the vapors every time she says his name. I'm going to talk to these guys after the show because I'm going to find them. Yes. Yeah, we've fought And so the only way we could figure out how to have him in both of our award ceremonies was to combine it into a mega event. Nice. And it's all because of Doug Jones. Cool. Yeah. True story. Well, no, it really is. In large part. (laughs) It really is. No, it really is in large part. No, actually, to tell you a little uh, Dougie thing, and in case you didn't know or you left or you missed the first part, this is is the spirit. 
of Jonathan Martin. The director. <laughs> <laughs> so come back. Come beyond. And he has come back to speak to you. This is my effigy. Um, so unlike Santa Ana during the Texas Revolution, you just burn me and then it's a good thing. Um, so this is the most intellectual thing ever yeah, said on this radio you, show. You, you also have to move the mic just a little yeah, bit sorry, more. Sorry, sorry about that. No, sorry that I just took this over. But no, one of the things about Dougie, no, I actually bought a mannequin for the costume for a film that we did together. Oh, there's a, your own yeah, mic. Thank you, thank you. And so we did a film uh, that Sarah worked on uh, with me last year called Kiss the Devil in the Dark that has Doug Jones in it playing a demon. And um, fairly cool, fairly cool. And uh, so I just bought this mannequin that I was going to display during the film. During the whole thing, Doug Jones is so tiny that this mannequin, which is a small size, mm -hmm. his costume is too small for. Did you realize how I small had, that was? Yeah, he's very tiny. He's very light. He's very he's light. Tall. Yeah. And how tall, tall is he? Six four. Wow. Um, but probably weighs like. Ninety pounds wet. Yeah, uh, yeah, one thirty-five. Wow. Something like that. So, wow. I mean, the costume makes him look more imposing, but it doesn't even sit around this. He mannequin. has a presence, him When you see, it was amazing to watch him acting. Like he's very quiet and sweet. But when he was on stage, like he just becomes. I mean, it's. It, it, I was watching. Mm -hmm. I was watching all my favorite movies. I was like, okay, yeah. I was totally trying to no, be professional. Cool. See, I'm allowed to let it out here. You can. Yeah. So yeah. When I was yeah. there, I was like, the so there's a moment yeah. when he makes <laughs> the hand and you see yeah. the hand and he's doing the hand and you're like. Then I geek out. You know, directing him <laughs> and like saying like, bit. yeah, <laughs> showing him the hand motion and and really going with that. I was like, oh man, that that's pretty cool. He's doing the Doug thing. Yeah, nice. he really was. And another thing that was, was so cool. amazing about Doug was he, uh, you know, he's wearing this silicone mask, this gorgeously sculpted silicone mask. By Chris Hansen. By Chris Hansen, Utah's best makeup artist. And uh, and he comes, you're welcome. And, uh, and, uh, and he goes in and he, uh, anyways, just to see how emotional and to see the performance that came out of Doug's. You could actually see it in the face. It's a silicone mask, and yet you could see facial expressions coming out of him in this mask. You see some people yeah. wear a mask, and you're like, they're just like growling or grunting. Yeah. But like he literally is coming in there, and you, you see a performance. And there, in fact, as we've been doing the ADR, somebody was like, are we going to get that dubbed, or are we going to do this? I was like, don't destroy the performance. Yeah, actually, you know I was yeah. talking to Chris about that, and he said he, normally on these big production things, like in a larger production, you would make a series of masks and have them very thin, so it's a one-time use, and you, or you make it very thin on the edges, so you're able to see the person's expressions, mm -hmm. as I understand it. Since we were on a limited budget, relatively, on yeah. a small production, he only was able, yeah, he was only <laughs> able to make one mask. So it had to be thicker to be able to last taking on and off, Yeah. which Doug Jones was like, oh, this is a little thicker than I'm used to. And he explained why. And he goes, OK. And he just made it work like yeah. he made it. He just uh, adjusted to it and it worked out beautifully. Most people, you'd be hidden behind that much silicone and he just yeah. made it become him. Wow. It was pretty awesome to watch. So, yeah, we got a little teaser up that literally has like effects that are not the effects in it and like it's uncolored and all that sort of a thing as we're trying to get it done but you can check that out if you want to see like a minute long little teaser of Doug doing some Doug stuff and shot that here in Utah but anyways I don't want to take your time I totally you already commandeered did. and like goofed yes, off did. with you guys for a moment but I yes, gotta, I gotta get I gotta get going but uh, hey, thanks for yeah. having me sneaking back in and making Quite. another ginger joke. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. There's always yeah. room for more. It's like jello. I appreciate it. So I'm going to see you guys. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Definitely. I'm going to see yep. the best we'll be Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. I'm hoping you if you say yeah. another five-minute goodbye. Yeah, and, and if you guys, guys want to come and podcast from there, Oh, we the will. festival itself, you're more than welcome to if you want to swing that. Sure. Oh, yeah. We can swing it. Right. Let me know. Well, you got my email. Yeah. So, 
All right, guys. Uh, and hey, if you're fans of the show and they do do that, come on out and say hi. I think that's cool, right? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be sure to like Yay. us on Facebook, too. Yes, yeah. because if you do, this guy over here, Flagoon, is showing yeah. up, up in, in a Boba Fett costume, yeah. which he hates. Yes. Yeah. And then also, and we will make these him two guys will be wearing a uh, skin-tight really, Wolverine costume. Yeah. Yes. Really oh, tight. yeah. We are getting that, you guys a, in a That Iron was published Man. without is our that, knowledge, is too. Is that one Wolverine costume between the two of them? No. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually a Wolverine <laughs> skin suit, and it's a uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man skin, skin suit. suit. Oh, oh, if we... Yeah. This won't be pretty. Don't play for all, right? If I could just leave you guys with some parting words and to your listeners some parting words. Do yourself a favor. You will love life for the remainder of life, and your soul will be happy every day that you look at this. Look up the world's ugliest dog named Peanut. And Peanut will make your heart sing. (laughs) (laughs) The girl I'm dating and all that, like when I just feel a little blue or I... Since she feels a little blue, I just call her Google her right now. Peanut smiling. <laughs> you do realize you're crossing his program. I'm time. sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay, I gotta go, guys. I gotta go. Thank you very much. I am not a crook. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, oh dear. <laughs> Which one of you yeah, is the gamer? Peanut is so charming. Are you the gamer? I'm three or the gamer. I'm what? Do you guys play Borderlands too? I do. Ooh, 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 ooh. Bender, pick Bender. Yes, here as well. I am making a zero. Cosplay. Awesome. Oh. For real? I am making the helmet and everything. It's freaking amazing. And then are you going to have like your little leet speak or something? No, I can't figure out how to do it epic enough. It really annoys me. I want it to project in front and I just can't. I was like, mist? Can I do like a smoke thing? No. Can't she won't go it. halfway. No, no half mist. It has to be like all the way. Yeah, it's got to be all the way. Cool. Yeah. All right, everything or nothing. Okay. Let's get back to the programming. We've got to yeah, 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 so wrap this up. because I invited a bunch of people to my house tonight. I forgot about yep. it. We're running out of time. I've got to give one of them same note I wanted to know is uh, how are how to tie our show and your guys and, and fantasy con together where are the games what, uh, what games are going to be there That's how are games represented question let me explain so there is a gaming area think of like when you go to Vegas and you're in a casino and there's a roped off area for the high stakes poker players <laughs> that's kind of what we're going for with our gaming area so there's sign up games you can sign up in advance I think it's epic puzzles and games which is our home base card. yes and crazy. Yeah, that's where we actually right? do our show live no out of. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so as you probably know, they, they were they've, Thursday. They yeah. were painting and doing stuff. And yep. Yeah, they actually have a uh, life-size. Uh, uh, they're doing a full. They're doing a uh, large-size ticket, to, ticket, to, ticket ride. to ride and settle to Japan and to Soro to. to it's to, it's the boat one. The, uh, well, this starts dra- with the They're tea. doing the dragon one. Yeah. And Soro the Soro. Yeah, I think and chess, yeah. chess as well, yeah. which so is cool. exactly. Anyway, so those guys will be there running games that you can sign up for in advance. But we're also we we asked them and they agreed. Let's maintain part of that area that is only for walk-up people. So if you're at the show, you've not tried these games before, you've never done tabletop before, yeah. you can sign up and play, you know, on site until it's full, of course, which it will quickly be. Yeah, but and, and they're amazing at that because they do that mm-hmm. at, in their store. Yeah. So I don't. Not many people know that, but you can walk in. and They have shelves of just games you can pick up, sit down, and they will sit down and walk you through the game. Teach me how to play. Yeah. Lords of Waterdeep, and yeah, the people there will just be like, "Oh, well, here's what you do." And the yeah. end of the week, end of the night, you are an expert at Lords of Waterdeep. So oh, yeah, that's awesome. Go. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. gaming. Well, there's some other gaming things dotting the schedule here and there, but those guys are really carrying the heavy load for us for sure. Nice. Okay. What about the panels? Because we're all kind of excited about well, that. Well, so ask questions because I'll just go on and on and on. 
I'll be vomitous with my information. Who, who, who got the first question? Panels. Regarding panels? Well, I, mean, I know we've got the celebrity panels, mm-hmm. but yeah. we've also probably got what panels panel? with I'm not as artists. The celebrity panels as I am. The, the artists. The artists, the local people, anything. The authors. So I think I already mentioned Doug Jones, the author of the, the music of The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, mm-hmm. We have a keyboard lined up for that guy and his iPod lined up for that guy, and he will be, it'll be music. We've asked every panelist to bring audio or visual or both to every panel, so it's nice. not jabber. Not that anything wrong with jabber podcasters, but, that's, <laughs> but in a panel room, that's what we're going for. So we want audio and visual and interesting guests. Um, a theme really developed, though, in our programming that we didn't really plan it, but it's definitely a through theme, mm-hmm. and that is empowering female geeks. That's definitely a strong thing that's in all mm-hmm. of our programming. Nice. Um, we have a celebrity panel about strong women characters because we have people from Xena and uh, we have Twilight and some of the strong, like some of the werewolves from Twilight, that kind of thing. I, I could tell all of your favorite movie the second I said that. I saw your faces light up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My poker face is that good, huh? Game of, Game of Thrones as well, strong yeah. female characters. And then we have uh, a locally hosted, as we've talked to fans, and you may have had the same experiences, there's females who will show up somewhere in a Captain America shirt and then... People are like, you're not a real fan. You don't really uh, like comic books. You're oh, a yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah. I've had, uh, I've hosted diet. Well, I won't say diatribes, but I've had dialogues with people at great length yeah. about what it means to be a geek versus yeah, yeah I mean, anything else. So yeah, yeah. so yeah, our, our girls can be mm-hmm. just as geeky Absolutely. as guys. Yeah. And so they if not more. Yeah, <laughs> they, actually, I actually think case in point, <laughs> a little more fervently, girls really get into things. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Anyway. That's We're some of our what? themes of some of the <laughs> in, a, in a most becoming way, I should say. So it's a lot of that. And there's, of course, Doctor Who panels, and there's Supernatural nice. panels. There's one on the Cornetto trilogy, which they were hoping Simon Pegg would drop by, but since it's on Friday and Simon Pegg's here on Saturday, that won't happen. I'll but be it'll the Cornetto be, trilogy. A, it'll be a fascinating, <laughs> really good panel. Um, the OneRings.net, I don't know if your listeners or you guys know are aware of that, but they have all kinds of crazy programming. And cool. I'll highlight one. There's a paleontologist in Denver who decided to drive here because he's into this. So he checks the fossil record. Man, this is deeply, deeply geeky. That's okay. I think even for your show, I might be an uncharted. <laughs> no, character. you're good. You're he good. checks the fossil record against Tolkien's books. So, hey, there's giant eagles. Well, what's the biggest eagle we can find in the fossil record? And he compares the two at this panel okay, for people on. live to be like, how, how possible is this? And it, it kind of turns out it's kind of possible. Yeah. And he does The Watcher in the Water as another one of the creatures, and, I, and like five more. Wow. And, Tom uh, Bombadil? I don't think he does Tom Bombadil. <laughs> they, need to do, they need to do something. They, they, we need to find fossil uh, proof of Tom Bombadil. That's uh, excellent. I will, yes. I will make... Bring so, that up. So they're coming here, and, nice. and then they're like, can we have a booth? Because we'd kind of like to bring a giant triceratops head so kids could hold it and pet it, not That's hold awesome. it, touch it. And so they're bringing... Interactive is what we're all about. That's yeah. a really crazy cool panel. And, of course, since Roy Tolkien's here, we're doing one called The Legacy of Tolkien and um, Adapting Tolkien because it's not all about Peter Jackson. Yeah. There's the Rankin-Bass thing, and um, I keep bringing up Tolkien, but there's really a lot. Oh, Game a of lot. Thrones is really cool stuff, Lost Girl stuff. I think I said Supernatural, but yeah. there's a really good Supernatural panel. So it just goes on and on. That's awesome. No, I, and that's one thing that we found when we've done panels. The more interactive you can make it, the more people Absolutely. are enjoying it, and not only that, they're participating in it. Uh, you know, the last one we did, I think it was probably the best one we did, and everyone was participating. Everyone was wanting 
Or just throw out questions. Yeah. I'm yeah. not smart, but what do we have doing? What do we have you guys doing for us? That's um, actually a good question. That's well, I, I talked to you a little bit yesterday, and we'll, we'll figure that out. Because yes. I know you had some, but you weren't. Another, just another crazy yeah. one sprung to mind. We have a nerd poetry slam, which will be really <laughs> super fun. <laughs> that would be fun. He's full wow. of it. It's the greatest thing ever written in a movie. Wow. wow. I'll go see it. Nice. He's watching Jonah Hill get up there. That's really the cool. <laughs> we also have two like actual games. You show up and they're participation games in the panel room. Like like I guess it's like live action role play, but not really. Okay. But one's like the apocalypse, and so we have the apocalypse in the room, and I have no idea how that's going to go, but they swear to me it'll be cool. So I'm like, all right, man, you got it. Who's doing that one? I forgot. I, I have is so it, many. Is that James Wymore? Sounds very correct. That's very I'm likely. I'm James Smart. Actually. Then I'm actually in that one. No yes. way. I'm one of the panelists on that one. There you go. So it is it going to be good? I'm in charge of the elementals. No, basically, how it's been explained to me is I'm pretty much a military commander of a certain race, and I have to I have to improv and tell why my. It's pretty much like our our epic showdown. What? How my army is. More better than the dragons or anything else. And when I was solar ginger, we never had a redhead in charge. Well, guess what? They just couldn't go outside. Yeah. You know, they okay. From the front. Right, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm in I'm charge now. At the expense of floating my own boat. Yes. Who uh, who among this table won more uh, epic showdowns than anyone else? That's because I didn't participate in many. That's very true. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but that's okay. No, that's very so true. It, you, it's going to be awesome. You weren't there when we were doing. Bob Defendi's in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's several people that are participating, so it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I I am a little overwhelmed with the talent, so we'll see if I can pull see it off. See if you can hold your own. But at, at the same time, I did talk your orc into going out and facing a giant red dragon, and and then getting licked and going on a date. No, that was all me. I was I was all up on that. <laughs> So, but no. that's another story for another yes. time. So. So it, you guys have a great lineup. Uh, honestly, it sounds like tons of fun. Hope so. Uh, the cosplayers, which, like you said, are normally it looks like Baby from uh, Dirty Dancing, gets shoved in the corner. Uh, yeah, you guys are out. the worst analogy ever. <laughs> yeah, that kind of works. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, Baby does not get shoved world. in the corner. <laughs> it, it all works. Oh, unlike, um, unlike the redheaded stepchild that gets blamed for everything. Hey, I am a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Charity, we have a bunch of charity cosplay um, yeah. groups that are also going to be front and center. Cool. So I, I fought crazy beasts to get them. No, it sounds like crazy. you've done that hard. quite yeah. a good but job. I, I was like, no, you guys are in the in the freaking center. Yeah. Nice. So Sarah had to kill someone. She had to kill someone. What? Sarah had to kill somebody. I'm actually lethal. No one believes me. No. You're lethal. <laughs> I trained three years with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Top, you know, Brazilian. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. She's anyway. deaf. I'm really. I've got a really good bottom game. It's I a lot really of wrestling well. and holds and chokes and yeah. I know. Dude, I was on an all guys team. She she can beat <laughs> you up. They would, okay, people coming in the door that had like a chip on their shoulder, they would put me up against them to bring them down a couple notches. Really? They would put the girl up against the guy that would, and they I would tap him out like five or six times, and they would be like, "That's did you awesome." Out, uh, did you use like a triangle choke or do you use? Favorite? I was really good with the triangle, actually. Bottom oh, really? game, dude. 
Wow. You guys put them in the yeah. You do like a front guard or something like that, or I'll put a front right. guard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we should we we got to we got to wrap this up. We got to wrap this up. I know we are yeah, down to the last exactly. final minutes. And none of that. Larry's like standing up and he's like, I'm Dude, ready to go. Went off those, yeah, Yes, they do. They need some cushions. Yeah, right. There's a reason why I took the green chair when it was freed. Real quickly, you know, one last comment, a couple words from you. Why should our listeners come to FantasyCon? I mean, we've heard Josh say it. What's your take on it? You're not gonna have any. You're not gonna see anything like it. It's amazing. It's unique. Um, and if this is your first con experience, it will freaking spoil you for any other cons ever, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's, it, it's true. I mean, we've gone it to is. the small ones. We went to Gen Con, and literally these guys, because we had an interview, and these guys were literally pulling me back. And I'm like, ooh, wow, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. I Marvel card so game. Oh. Con last year. Yeah. I bought so many things. Yes. It's going to get better and better every year. Too. Cool. So this is blowing me out of the water, and I'm kind of a... You know, not a newbie. Been around, yeah, yeah you've been around newbie, the block. But, but it's going to be cool. What you got, Larry? That's really hard. That's a really hard question. I, I think it's just a, a, if you like these things, all the things we're talking about, and chances are your audience does, Yeah. geek hope culture so. is pop culture now. It's We're <laughs> mainstream and we're here. Damn um, you, Big Bang this Theory. Is, <laughs> so if you love those things, this is a celebration of those things. This is where we... We, all things are a celebration, but this is just such a phenomenally fun, pure, good intention, great experience that there's a hundred different conventions you can go to at FantasyCon. Yeah. You can go to panels all the time. You can go to movie star panels all the time. You can make it all about autographs. You can make it all about photography and cosplay, co- podcasting, yeah. for hell's sakes. There's a hundred experiences awaiting you. You can't do all the things. So the, the reason to go is whatever your personal reason is. I can't give anyone a reason. It's whatever they want. But there's so much on offer that it, it's, especially for, you know, 60 bucks for a three-day pass is just nothing for the yeah. experience that you're going to have. I just, I personally wouldn't, we build a convention that we would want to go to. Yeah, That's why I would agree it. with that. Nice. This is made for geeks by geeks. With the intention that geeks just geek out. Amen. And the geeks tell <laughs> here the earth. There we go. Letting us do our thing. That is yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, Word. well, thank you for, uh, you know, surviving the Jonathan diatribe. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? And the Jonathan diatribe part two. Yeah. We <laughs> might see part <laughs> three coming in through the, the door. Before it comes back. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to hurry to wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, thanks. We, we do appreciate it. I, and even the fact that, you know, we only planned on an hour and it turned into two, almost two hours. You know, uh, no, not a problem at all. We, we want to give you guys the time and showcase you because... You can totally edit half of Just what we do. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, there's, no oh, there's, there's no oh, editing. This there's no live. editing. It's all live. I had no freaking idea this whole time. Yep. I was freaking out. Live. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been live. Oh, so, uh, God, I'm a noob. This uh, it's just you guys are delivering something that no one else has seen. It's exciting, and you know we, we want everyone to know about it and everyone to come just because it's going to be fun. You know we have been to those cons, and you know there are several cons where it's pretty much you walk in the door and it's like you're bombarded with sell, sell, sell over and over. Buy our t-shirt. Yeah, buy, buy this, buy that, buy, buy that. And you get don't even autograph. get to enjoy it. This is something where it's almost like you're going to an amusement park. You know, and it's going to be lots of fun. So everyone, go out, go to FantasyCon, support it, have fun. Uh, go to the film festival, yes. I'll be there. Uh, yes. 
if if you love to dress up, dress up. Yes. You know, yes. you know, if you are a fan of dressing up at Halloween but don't do dare any other time, do it now. This is a great time to do it, and no one's going to laugh at you. Everyone's going to be excited to see what you're dressed in, even if you show up as a Sharknado. Yes. yes, I know. I've seen amazing Sharknado cosplay. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I need to have Please a set own it. practice your pose yeah. on. How awesome I, is that? You must speak up in defense of Sharktopus, a highly yes. underrated film. And I know. <laughs> all the attention. Sharktopus, and I'm mad. I saw that and I'm like, I have to go watch it now. I've seen amazing Weekend at Bernie cosplay. He just lays in the corner the whole time. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, are you Dude. are you sure it's not a mannequin <laughs> or an actual corpse? <laughs> Why would you want the to whole con. do that? He the was there. Photos. Gone. Photo wow. Yeah. All right. I, you know, I could go on. Holy cow. cool. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna show another night. Yes. <laughs> Have a whole show dedicated to cosplay. Yeah. No, what we can do at the con just. Pile a bunch of people together because we do video and we'll just do video of you and everyone, uh, all the cosplayers. So, all yeah, right. I can't we'll, wait to see the zero yes. cosplay. Oh, I won't have it with. at Fantasy Con. Well, uh, when you have it when, done, when I does, can't wait to see yes, it. Okay. Let us know. I'm, gonna, I'm aiming for Dragon Con. Okay. All right. That's the all right. We'll That's wrap this up. Weekend. And uh, this is Dungeon Cars Radio. This is Revan. It's a guy named Joe. This is Lord Plagoon. This is Colin. I'm Ben. And. Uh, uh, no, it's just Ben now. Just Ben now. <laughs> Johanna is on vacation. No, it's Zakora. Or Zakora. Yeah. I'm sorry. My We're brain is... It's, it's not, secret identity. Yeah, yeah, it's not like we haven't done it before. It's not like we haven't done it before. It's like Batman telling everybody... How many times have you called him by his whole name the last five a episodes? Of uh, like times. 12 an episode. I'm not the Batman there. That's okay. Yeah, like the go. Batman to her Robin, and you just gave up Dick Grayson's identity. What? Batman to her Robin? Just go with it. There was a female Robin, and she died. Awkward. Oh, We're feeling uh, awkward. Now. All right. We're out of here. We'll so, catch you. Uh, uh, yeah, see you back on Thursday. Good night, Sonic. FantasyCon.com. And as always, please get more from your games. We're on a mission from Gad. <laughs> yes. I see the light! <laughs>